Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And hopefully the Easter Bunny remembers where he hid all of those damn eggs. Because nobody is around to find them. That's very true. I hope uh, maybe there's a cleanup crew this year. I Hopefully. <laughs> we're going to come out come outside in two months and be like, What's that smell? Yeah, there's gonna be rotten eggs everywhere. <laughs> Children are gonna find them. Oh, mommy, look at this crush. Crush. Oh. <laughs> there's a new plague that starts. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Man. So hopefully he yes. got the memo. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, really though, how did he? I'm not even sure how he got around because we're all supposed to be inside, like on well, isolation. I mean, animals are immune. Is he an essential worker? Well, I mean, depends if you consider <laughs> helping Easter serve essential. Christ essential. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they they're making churches do uh, like vi- virtual sermons and shit. So yeah, maybe they're not. Just saying. <laughs> that would be pretty entertaining, I think, to watch an Easter Sunday service where the priest like tries to use technology and has no clue what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like trying to FaceTime your parents without Uh them knowing how to use it. Yeah, you like looking at the wall most of the time. Yeah, above them. (laughs) Above them. Occasionally into their nose. Yeah, you see angles you never (laughs) thought you would see in a person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. uh, I'm sure there's a lot of young people that are recruited to help out with things like that, so... But it would be funny to see, yeah. like, a very small church pastor trying to, like, do that themselves. <laughs> or he has nobody helping him. Well, um, you know, Easter isn't the only thing we had to celebrate this week. That is completely true. Yeah. We had a very big day this week. Yeah, we did. I got first place in Call of Duty Warzone oh. with my buddies. That's what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. I mean... Congrats. It's kind of a big deal. I just thought you might have understood I was talking about our one-year wedding anniversary. Oh, right. Yeah. The... (laughs) I mean, you didn't let me finish. Oh, right. (laughs) What I was going to say is, yes, we got first place. And it was glorious because we never thought we'd ever do it. Yeah. So shout out to Rob, Craig, Andrew, and of course myself. (laughs) Shout out to yourself. (laughs) For getting first place in Call of Duty Warzone on Modern Warfare. Very impressive. Uh, so impressive. But what I was going to say <laughs> is, however, that's not as cool as my anniversary. Yeah. My one year anniversary. Yeah. With my lovely wife. Yeah. Who nice. unfortunately didn't get to see me. Yeah. Win that because she was asleep well, for I, work. You did helpfully wake me up in the middle of the night to tell me that though. <laughs> I didn't want you to feel like you missed out. It was so... I was in such a deep sleep, I barely remember it happening. It was like 9 o'clock. It doesn't matter. It, it was not in the I middle was, of the night, for the record. Okay, but for me it was. Mm. <laughs> it was not 9 o'clock. You've gone to bed at 11. No. Because you were too uh, into Minecraft by yourself. I was not playing Minecraft by myself. How dare you? Game, we were I'm playing sorry. together. Goose game one day. You were like, oh. I didn't know what time it was. I just didn't know what time it was. And you didn't say anything because you were up here playing fucking Warzone probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
I the last thing I remember. All practicing. The last thing I remember is you breaking into the room and being like, "Oh, we got not breaking, but you know, you like <laughs> you stormed in." Real rapey, real <laughs> rapey stormed, story. You're starting. You stormed into the room. And you're like, "Oh, we got second place." I'm like, oh, "Okay, awesome." And then actually, I said, <laughs> "Not trying to get you hot and bothered." Yes, I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> But we got, but second, we got place. second place. And that was, I think, at like 8.30, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the next game. Okay. Well, I went to sleep. We literally worked <laughs> our way to first. I see. I think we were top 10 like, uh-huh. every match that, that night. Got it. it. Like, got it. Well, I we went... were just truly building to a better game each time. Gotcha. Well, I went to sleep almost immediately after the, that incident. So yeah. I was like just in deep sleep. So I barely understood yeah. what was going on. Yeah. But I'm happy for you. But you got to go back to sleep. And then you had wonderful deep sleep thoughts about me winning. Yeah. That's getting first place. Probably true. Yeah. And also, I would like to uh, give the MVP to Craig, who got the final kill. Yeah. That won it. <laughs> using Rob as a... <laughs> as a meat shield? As a decoy. <laughs> yeah. The video. Letting Rob like... die so he could go around and shoot him from the side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually made a little video for people interested in watching the final kill. Yeah. So I will post that on my social media. Yeah. At Classy Cat Dad, Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So go check it out. Yeah. It's a lovely kill by Craig. Yeah. Very proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, but we did have our anniversary. We did. Yeah. So don't, don't think I forgot. Yeah. It seems like you were about to brush it off. Like oh, it wasn't important. Was I? Yeah. Big deal with me, at least. Yeah, it was a really good, really uh, monumental occasion. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, society decided to make it so we had to do it indoors, but I mean, yeah. we didn't really. I mean, granted, we probably were going to do it anyways. Yeah, but. But at least we could say the pandemic ruined yeah. it for us. <laughs> well, back in like, I don't know, January, I was like, maybe we'll take a day trip to the beach or something like that. And before like shit hit the fans. So it was fine. We, uh, you know. Hung out with each other and ate some delicious snacks. And uh, we finally looked at our uh, guest book for our wedding, which was good. Yeah, well, at yeah. a certain point, you had to say, you know what? This is the anniversary uh, moment we need yeah. to wait for. Yeah, when it's like six months in, you're like, we haven't looked at it yet. Maybe we should just wait till our anniversary. <laughs> but it was really nice. Yeah, some really lovely pictures in there. Yes. And then we had our cake. We did, yeah. The top layer that we did not intend to save, but there was a mix-up, so we ended up saving it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we so did that. Anybody who listens that was at our wedding, yeah. uh, we apologize. Yeah. People were supposed to get cake, <laughs> yeah. and somehow the DJ didn't announce it, and then the people yeah. catering didn't decide to give it to anybody. Well, yeah, so the catering, I think, was supposed to put it on the table after they cut it, but then the DJ, in my mind, was supposed to announce to people that there was cake on the table. Yeah. And then never did. So. so a small percent of people got cake at the wedding. Yes. So those people get to feel really good about themselves that yeah. they were like in the elite group yeah. of guests. Yeah. You know? knew there was going to be cake. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else just apparently didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So apologies. But uh, we have a freezer full of cake we've been eating for yeah. the last year now. Yeah. <laughs> so your sacrifice was our gain. <laughs> but the top cake. Yeah. That was for t- for yesterday. Yes. It was for yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, because we talked about it with the cake, the, the caker, the baker. The caker. <laughs> the caker. Might as well be called a caker. Yeah. Um, she was like, you know, you're going to do this like tradition thing. And we were like, oh, I don't know. And she was like, well, let me just tell you right now. It's not going to taste that good. So I'll just make you a new one. So we were like, yeah, 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 that's fine. We're not going to bother. Um, but there was a mix up and the people who were cutting the cake didn't know that. So they just saved it for us. And so it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was fun. Although nobody put it away at the end of the night. So we still had to do that. So I spent like what 2 a, a, 2 a.m. Yeah. Putting cake in like any containers I could find yeah. so that ants don't eat it. Yeah, exactly. That was crazy. Well, it was a good it was a good wedding though. Yeah, it was. One for the ages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ages. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of video games. Yeah. And, you know, being victorious. Yeah. I mean, in fact, you might want to start calling me, like, royalty, I guess. Oh, yeah? I don't know. It. I'll work on the name. Okay. Let me know when you find out. Okay. <laughs> Until then, maybe we should jump into gaming news? Yeah, that's where I was going. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, wait, there needs to be a name for my, my victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let me know when you decide what your name is. Victor Steve? I don't know. That kind of sounds like a redneck's name. It does. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Like Jimmy John. <laughs> yeah. Steve Dave. <laughs> okay, so we got a, a full palette here for everyone. Well, I have a fun little tidbit that I wanted to share with everyone that I haven't played yet, but I'm excited about. Uh, Borderlands 3 players can now help map the human gut microbiome. I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy, um, but it's really cool. <laughs> By playing video games, you can help further science as a whole. It's fucking great. I mean, couldn't you argue you've been doing that since the beginning of video games? Because they collect the data and then they use that to further technology? Yeah, but this is for biology. This is for, like, legitimate, like, problem solving, figuring out what is, like, you know how they map the human genome? They are now trying to, they've been trying to map the human gut microbiome, which is basically all the bacteria and organisms that live in our gut, which is our intestines. Because they have a role to play in a lot of different things. Um, basically, the, the background of this is um, a lot of conditions are tied to the human gut microbiome, like I just said. Diabetes, depression, autism, anxiety, obesity, obviously, to name a few. Yeah, um, don't they like, if I'm correct, isn't there procedures where they will yeah. put other people's poop who Stool are... Stool transplants. Pretty much very skinny people. A higher metabolism, yes. And then they'll put them their poop into another person's mm-hmm. colon. Yes. And that's supposed to help it helps po- it improve populates, their digestion yeah. to... Yeah. It populates their gut microbiome with someone, a healthy person's bacteria, and then those bacteria actually end up manifesting in the gut like a healthy person's gut would be. And then you digest food like a healthy person. So, they're like a duty donor? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> they discovered that actual actually through the process of helping cure people with C. diff, which is a bacteria that is caused by too much antibiotics. Maybe just stop taking antibiotics then. Well, yeah, but if you're on a disease, uh, if you're on a disease, if, <laughs> if I've been <laughs> on a disease for five months now. If you have a disease where you need to treat something aggressively without antibiotics and you can't stop taking it, sometimes you'll get antibi- antibiotic-associated diarrhea. Um, which can be basically you've killed off every every bacteria in your gut, and then Whoa. the one that um, overrides all of it is Clostridium difficile C diff, and then it causes you basically just to have to fucking diarrhea all the time. So Whoa. yeah, it's not fun. Um, as far as I know, I've never had it, but <laughs> it happens in uh, hospitalized patients and fit severely ill people. And so they found a so, way uh, to it's fix like this. The hardest one to like kill off with antibiotics. It's yeah, because it's resistant to a lot of the, the antibiotics that would normally yeah, kill everything else. Yeah, lives in shit its whole yeah. life. Well, yeah, okay. 
So uh, they, in the process of treating that with a stool transplant, which is where they take poop from some person yeah, who's healthy. A, a duty donor. And put it into a non-healthy person. They found that as a coincidence, the person who they found the poop from, or got the poop, they didn't find it, you know. <laughs> the person who they... Ooh, piece of poop. Ooh, piece of poop. <laughs> the person Ooh, that they... The, per, the duty donor, if you will, will happen to be a healthy, active, athletic person, and the person who they gave it to was obese or some other, like, slightly metabolically disadvantaged person, and then they lost a ton of weight afterwards. Question. Yes. Can something like chronic constipation be transferred to a person through that method just depends on what's causing it if it's the bacteria in your gut then yeah gotcha um because what if that athletic person secretly has chronic constipation and they didn't want to say so (laughs) just throwing that out there yeah i don't think that's important for a duty donor (laughs) to do their due diligence to do their (laughs) Duty diligence and <laughs> in informing the yeah. doctor yeah. of such duty. You're right. <laughs> anyway, back to the gaming part of it. I told you why it's happening. Um, basically, there's an arcade game inside of Dr. Tannis's infirmary, which is um in on Sanctuary Three. Um, slight, not really spoilers. That's a location. That's in a the lo- game. location That's in the game. That's all he needs to know. Yeah. Um, it was a mini game which was developed in conjunction with McGill University, Massively Multiplayer Online, Science, and the Microzetta Initiative. Basically, it's a simple block puzzle, and they're based on strands of DNA. And by solving the puzzles, matching them up how they're supposed to go, you're um, potentially mapping and comparing microbes that are contained within them. And even if you don't solve the puzzles, this is the coolest part, you're still helping identify errors in real-world commu- computer analysis. So it doesn't fucking matter. But... Like, if you win the game or not. But if you do win the game, you get fucking loot. So that's the important part, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went to go play this, and I, like, misunderstood the article, and I, like, couldn't figure out where it was supposed to be. But then, of course, we logged in yesterday to play, and it was right fucking there. So I haven't played it yet, but everybody should check it out. Because it's fucking cool to say you were part of science, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me know when they have a game to map dino DNA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, don't they already have that? It's called Jurassic World Evolution. Well. <laughs> I mean, that's for the that's for the common peasant. Oh, okay, gotcha. Not royalty like me. Yeah. Winning my Warzone matches. Right. Okay, so that was my, my fun little science tidbit for the week. Got a little bit more news for you, though. Sony issued refunds and is continuing to issue refunds for pre-purchases of The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR after significant delays. Um, obviously, everyone... Was really upset when we found out they were delayed indefinitely. Yeah, it was disappointing news, but um, expected yeah. with the situation. Basically, people found out because there was a banner on top at the support.playstation.com site that just said they've been delayed. All digital pre-order consumers will automatically receive a refund and you'll receive an email for with instructions. Yeah. Now, that's really cool, I guess, but like... What if you didn't want the refund? Right. Yeah. Like, what if I still, I know I still want the game. So, but I get it. I, I kind of wish they were just like, okay, go to email to request a refund or whatever. Like, yeah. send an email to say, do you want a refund or do you not want a refund? I get the logic is to, like, make it easier for the consumer yeah. so that they're happier. Yeah. And they're not going to, like, yeah be pissed off that right. they have to go do a step to get the refund. Yes. For the game that they're already mad is delayed. Yes. They're just sending you an email 
to let you know how it's going to work. So maybe you do have to click something. I don't know. Well, it's not like it's automatic. Yeah, it does sound like it's automatic, but it, there's also an email, so I don't know why it would bother emailing yeah. you, you know? So, anyway. Unless it's as simple as the email will say, click here to refund, and yeah. then otherwise you just don't. don't yeah, know. that's what I was wondering, but did we pre-order either of those? No, Okay, we so we don't really know first. So this really kind of worked out for me, so yeah. in case there were any pre-order bonuses. Yeah, for, you can still get them. Uh, <laughs> the Iron Man? Yeah. I didn't forget now. Got it. So I can still get the pre-order. <laughs> Good. Um, if there's more details about this, if you did pre-order one of these and you have more information, if we're saying something wrong, please uh, write to us at dtfpod at gmail.com and let us know. Okay, more PlayStation information. Uh, new wireless PS5 controller called the DualSense. Yeah, thank God they're releasing the <laughs> controller before the fucking con- console itself. <laughs> well, they're just trying to release little tidbits to get you excited but not have to give you everything. Yeah. Um... Basically, Cliff's notes of what uh, you can check it out just on the pretty much everywhere on the internet by this point. But uh, I have a Cliff Notes version of what has changed. They removed Cliff Notes or uh, DTF Notes. DTF Notes, yeah. Diff Notes. <laughs> diff Notes, not C Diff Notes though. Um, they removed the share button in favor of a create button feature. Still not really sure what that means. It's, I'm guarantee it's the same fucking thing, yeah. but more expanded for the next yeah. gen consoles. Yeah. They're gonna just allow more interaction with Twitch and. Mm-hmm streaming services and it's the same concept i guarantee okay well this is something i think is really cool they have a built-in microphone array in the controller to allow for easily joining chats without a headset so like say somebody sends you a party invite which is obviously not the same thing but (laughs) if you have a group chat situation you could just jump in and be like oh hey what's up and talk for like a minute or two without having to go get your headset if you know you're not going to be like playing long term if you're just like so your friend is online and wants to chat, and you're like, oh, I'm just logging in to watch Netflix or something like Wait, that. so it only works for a short period of time? No, I think it works longer. It's just... So you could play online theoretically doing Theoretically, that. but yeah, you would just probably not have as high quality. Of course yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. They're going to put a low-grade microphone yeah, yeah, in yeah. this. But what does this also tell us? They're putting a microphone into the cons- or the controller, right? Means it's going to cost So more. that means it's going to cost more. Yeah. No matter yeah. how expensive... The microphone yeah. quality is true, very true. This is probably going to go for eighty bucks at least. I'm going to assume for yeah. the console yeah. controller. I don't know why I keep saying console. Eh, Maybe because we want a fucking console, Sony. Yeah. Um, they did change the traditional single color to a two tone design, which I think looks kind of cool. Oh, Have you seen the picture? I hate it. You hate you it? Love it? I think it. Rem- you Ugh, know what I- it no, no, no. I don't. I don't love it. I kind of like it because it reminds me of the Avengers um, uh, uniforms in the one where they. What is it? Endgame? Endgame? In Endgame, where they have the white on their uniforms. Why did you even have to I don't know. think about which one it because was? Because I had... It's like the biggest <laughs> of the fucking MCU. I just The only movie they wear these I just didn't, synchronized outfits. I just didn't want to say the wrong one, and so I started questioning myself before I said it. Also, yeah. they're white and red, not white and blue. I know they are, but okay. the white part and the stripe reminded me of it. So okay. that's all. It is kind of. I think it's cool because it's different. No, okay, it is yeah. cool, like in the sense that it is a different creative take. But I think it looks bad okay. as far as a Sony. You also theme. hate white things, though. Like whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> no, no, no. Like con- the consoles and the controllers, things that are you don't like them when they're you like them when they're black rather than when they're white. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. With consoles, once you go black, you never go, <laughs> you back, never go back. In my mind. <laughs> 
Um, they also changed the location of the light bar from the top to the each side of the touchpad. I don't know how that's going to matter, but I guess so you can see it rather than whoever's standing in front of you. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then also, according to a, a different thing on, uh, so the PlayStation product manager, Toshimasa Ayuki, said that they Good guy. will. Good guy. Yeah. <laughs> they will, in fact, have a headphone jack on the controller. So it's not going to be like something weird. Yeah, you'll be able to plug yeah. in. Yeah, like, but a there was headphone. questions about it when they first released the details, and so he was like, "No, no, no, chill out. There's gonna be a headphone jack." So yeah, very cool. He's like, "Bitches be tripping." Yeah. As far as the design, though, like I think it's something that I'll grow to like more. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it's it's nice to see they're trying to change it up, but at the same time, I think it looks really weird, and that could just be because I'm not used to that yeah style from yeah. Sony. I would expect that kind of thing from Microsoft, but yeah. Sony is usually very, very reserved with yeah. their designs. I think that's why I like it is because I think it's a departure from yeah. their other controllers. You know, it kind of looks a lot like the car that they came out with, wow, like what, months ago. It was like that electric Holy car. Holy fuck, you're right. But that's 100% correct, yeah. If I remember right. I don't remember exactly what the car looks like, but I feel but like it was it like white with same... blue stripe or whatever I, I don't again i don't remember well, but i feel like it had a sl- yeah slick look like that. i feel like you're right yeah so maybe they'll integrate some kind of controller use in the the cars maybe, so maybe you drive with a controller yeah that's a terrible idea yeah <laughs> batteries die <laughs> yeah you crash you're you, like i can't steer hey, no 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 <laughs> there's no way because sony uses internal batteries oh, right, not right. like the inferior Microsoft Xbox with its double A that people like to shit talk. Fair enough. <laughs> Complete sarcasm. Yeah. I think it's better because you don't have to buy a new fucking controller when your battery no yeah. longer charges. Yeah, agreed. But it also the battery on the X on the PlayStation controller lasts a lot longer, doesn't it? Uh Am I wrong? Not really. Oh, okay. They they drain pretty quickly after a while. Okay. I remember when we had those like battery packs inside the Xbox controllers. I feel like those last longer. Well, those longer. like third party things that yeah. just, I don't know. They don't, they stop working pretty quickly too after mm-hmm. they got to a certain point. They, they last a fast. lot longer, but then they, they die. Like, yeah. then they're just like, I can't use this. I have to go buy double A's. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also saw like a bunch of like art, which was supposedly people making fun of it, the new design, but I thought it was kind of cool. There's, I mean, there's a lot of memes and jokes. Yeah. A, a lot of people are talking trash that it looks just like the Xbox controller, mm-hmm. uh, which I could see where they're saying that, but I think it looks more like the Nintendo the Pro, Pro controller. controller. I was going to say the same the thing. Microsoft Xbox yes, controller. Yes, that was my immediate thought. I was like, that's, I've seen that before. Yeah, and then looks, I was like, oh, so I think that's, there was a lot of mm, art or whatever yeah. the fuck with like nintendo so, shit on it yeah. so you'll see the cluster of like people that like go to bed hoping there's going to be a console war tomorrow you know <laughs> yeah. like yeah what you know talking crap tr- or trash about this yeah whole. but i don't know and they're sticking to the the thumbsticks being aligned and not offset like yeah. xbox does right so they still have their traditional stuff yes i just think it's interesting too that they are not calling it a DualShock controller anymore. Yeah. I wonder if that has to do with the latest uh, issue that they had with uh, the property rights or whatever the hell they call that. What's that called? The copyright law? I guess. I don't know. Whatever. IP, whatever. The, the rights that they the had. Rights, yeah. they Somebody, I think, 
had the the patent on it, mm-hmm. and they used it or something. And there was like a lawsuit that happened a while back mm-hmm. that Sony lost. I think they ended up paying a good amount of money. I think it okay. was either based off PS3 or PS4. Okay. So maybe that's what's going on is they decided to go a different route. We gotta change because DualShock's been the thing since Forever. PS1. Yeah. You know, I was surprised with, by that too. They had the non-DualShock at the launch of PS1, yeah. and then they shifted to a DualShock, and now they yeah. just they've had that, and it's just. I do I, I do appreciate the new name though because it does have um, the microphone built in and it's got more senses involved rather than yeah. just vibrations. Yeah, it's got so. two. Well, we don't know. There could be like a smell thing going on. <laughs> well, it's called dual sense, <laughs> so we know there's two. Okay, well, obviously so you've got I the vibration and the audio. At the Touch same time. is for sure a one. Yeah. And then you think it's going to be... I think it's audio. Audio? Yeah. Okay. Because they can build that in pretty so easily. So touch here. Yeah. Not smell. But you'd have sight automatically. So yeah, there's, a, there's a hidden one that they, those idiots didn't know. Yeah. You could actually look at the controller too. <laughs> so it's tri-sense. Yeah. But then that's too close to Triforce. <sighs> yeah. Nintendo would sue them. <laughs> That's why they're pretending like it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no Nintendo. Um, this controller is actually for the blind. <laughs> Nobody but the blind can use this one. Yeah. It's only for touch and hearing. Yeah. <laughs> what about this one that this person who can see is using? That one is only for deaf people. Yeah. <laughs> they could touch it and see it. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we have a, you know, in the spirit of the pandemic, everyone's given, a, given away free shit. We found out there is a free version of Stadia launched, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Google decided is... to get into it. Well, I mean, let's be honest. This is because they are suffering. Well, yeah, obviously. I was trying to be nice. Okay. (laughs) It's great that they're doing it. I'm not trying to... But let's not pretend like somebody threw shit and missed the toilet. (laughs) I understand why it happened. I just was trying to be nice about it. Because everybody knows it's because they're suffering, right? I'm going to rephrase that. (laughs) Let's not pretend that somebody... Missed the toilet taking a shit. <laughs> so they don't have to throw it? Good call. Yeah. I'd, I'm like, why are they throwing their shit on a toilet, let alone just in general? <laughs> if you're in a situation where you can't reach the toilet, it's staying where it left. Yeah. You know? Like, you're not going to be like, pick it up and put it in the toilet. Like, I might be able to run any further without this coming out. Maybe I'll just catch it and then hurl it the, the rest of the distance. That will be the easiest well, the, solution the for only, cleanup. The only other option is to just leave your shitty shorts on the floor in the gas station. That's another option. <laughs> for somebody like me to stumble across and find when I, too, need to use the bathroom. But go, no. Never mind. It's not that bad. I'll wait till the next I one. I can wait. This guy clearly had it worse. <laughs> If only he thought to catch it first. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Yeah. Okay. Not for that guy, though. Yeah, no. He had a really bad time. Uh, but yeah, okay. So, 
Stadia came out what? Uh, when the fuck did it come November? out? November? Yeah, I want to okay. say November, yeah. Yeah, so it's been out since November. Shit show from the beginning. We announced all these cool features that people were like, wow, that's fucking impressive. Can you really do that? Mm-hmm. And then slowly they're like, oh, well, yeah, but it'll be like down the line. A later thing, yeah. You know, all these people bought the founders packs and they got like a controller and mm-hmm. like voucher credit for the marketplace and use of the stuff. I, mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to me like it was worth the founders pack price. It was like yeah, 120, 140, like some something like that. Yeah. Um, and all those features still aren't there as far as I'm yeah. aware. It sounds like GTA So I think 5. that's the whole point of this. Yeah. Is sure it's helping during the pandemic, but I think the whole idea is they're like, we are not doing as well as we should be. Mm-hmm. So they're putting out a free version so that yeah. they can get people to use it and go, oh, this really isn't that bad. Yeah. Because how do you get somebody to like something? Give them access to it. Right. Um, and they're also. <laughs> I still don't think that works. Oh. I'm pretty sure no one likes that. <laughs> Um, and then they're also giving out a two-month free trial of Pro. I don't know what the difference between basic and Pro is, but um, we're going to be trying it because we have a. There's quite a few games available on Stadia, and we have some recommendations for you. There's a huge list, so you have to check it out for yourself. But we have a recommendation, a couple recommendations for you as well. But that's also kind of part of the other problem is like a lot of their games that came out at launch were Mm -hmm. older games that just were put onto it, which is cool. Yeah, but that's not going to sell. Yeah. Which you'd only need to sell because it's through the desktop, whatever. Right. Yeah. Plus, you, apparently you can use PlayStation and Xbox yes. controllers. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to, to buy use... the Stadia controller anymore, which is very exciting. So, I mean, so with that sense, like, like, why Steam. do we need to worry about, yeah. you know... Yeah, what it sounds like is basically they're just... Steam. Steam, yeah. They're but Steam through, or Origin, but through Google. Through streaming instead of... Downloading Instead the game. of downloading, exactly. And so, I mean, it could work. Do you think Steam will ever just add the R when they go to that route? <laughs> stream? Are they just going to say we're stream? I mean, maybe. I don't know if you can copyright that word, though. But I guess they copyrighted the word Steam, so. <laughs> well, I mean, as a brand name, I yeah. guess, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so I skimmed the list and I had some recommendations for people who wanted to try out the free version of Stadia. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is on there. That game, ugh. Definitely, if you have access to play that game, if it runs well, definitely play that game. Yes. Hundreds of hours. Literally. Hundreds. I think 180 I spent to play the entire game completely Uh with DLC and all story missions and shit. Yeah. And I think I was around 220 hours or something like that because I'm slow. But it was really good. Um, Borderlands took, 3. Took you 40 hours to run the distance that it ran that I ran? What? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you said you were slow. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I was, but in playing the game. Anyway, uh, Borderlands 3, which is a good game, obviously. <laughs> We, we tried to play Take it. Take it from us. We started it and never went back. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It's just we've never gotten into it again. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we need to. Like, yeah. Well, we played a little bit this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Was, I think I was just like We enjoyed tired. it, but we apparently went into the DLC not realizing it wasn't the main story. So yes. we need to get back on the main the story. The main story, yeah, because we're but again, behind. Solid game. Yes. It's what, about six months old now? Yeah, I think so. So it's a solid game. Yeah. It's got... Replay value, as mm-hmm. far as I can tell, with like easily, yeah, because all the different characters vault hunting and, and stuff yeah. like that. But like, again, if you already have the controllers for the other consoles, theoretically, like, why would you need to use this? True. 
but we're going to try it out. I guess if you're in a different situation, like say your ex, you have your one consoles in the living room and you have two controllers, but people are watching something in the living room. And Valid point. Then you could use the Stadia to play it in your room. Valid point. Potentially. It's a- Alternative on your to play something if you don't if have you your console, console available. Because not everybody's like us and has like 50 billion consoles, unfortunately. <laughs> well, when you're, when you're Warzone royalty like me, yeah. you get you get video game companies calling you up, being like, hey, buy my stuff. Yeah, buy my stuff. <laughs> not have it for free. Talk to me again when you say they're, when they tell you they're giving it to you. Yeah, um, and they then, are. <laughs> For the market yeah, for value. Yeah, for the market value. <laughs> um, my final recommendation is a, a threefer, if you will. Uh, all of the reboot trilogy by Square Enix of Tomb Raider is on Stadia as well, and they're all really good games. I loved all of them. One of them I still have to go back and finish DLC on, but they're very good. I highly recommend. So what are your recommendations? To just play games on the consoles you already have? Yeah. But no... Of the games that are available on Stadia, if you're like a person who doesn't have more than one console. Okay, all right, all right. Don't bite the scenario here, okay? We're trying to be nice and recommend things. Okay. <laughs> you're right. It's free. Why not fucking try it? So Exactly. But here's the thing. you got to pay for these games. The games aren't included. So you have to go pay for the game on a service you may or may not want. Yeah, but, well, at least all the ones I meant, two of Whatever. It's fine. Just recommend the fucking games. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay. So, Darksiders Genesis, which is a top-down, like, dungeon-looking game mm-hmm. based off the Dark si- Darksiders games, mm-hmm. which are more RPG, uh, third-person adventure games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we actually played at E3. It was pretty fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would say go for that game. Doom Eternal is getting a lot of praise, so mm-hmm. who doesn't like a fucking over-the-top violent first-person shooter? Right. Fuck the demons up, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then Mortal Kombat 11. Fighter. Yeah. Same concept. Fuck up demons. Yeah. As a fighter. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. There's a theme with the ones I picked. Yeah. <laughs> I... Well, mostly mine, too. Uh, there's also some highly anticipated releases that are scheduled to be going to Stadia as well. So if you're a person who doesn't have a console or wants to ex- expressly play Stadia and whatever, these are three games you might want to check out or keep an eye on. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which we're going to talk about that date change later, and Marvel's Avengers are also supposed to be coming to Stadia. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, I will say, okay... Google is doing well in the fact that they're getting games on the console mm-hmm. that people do want to play. Mm-hmm. Now they have to work on justifying to people why playing on Stadia is more valuable to them than on their Xbox or right. their PlayStation. Yeah. It's going to be hard to, to yeah. convince a lot of people because they're they've got decades of commitment to these brands yeah brand loyalty for sure um the other thing too is i don't know call me ignorant because i haven't looked into this but are they planning are they planning on or do they already have something like a membership kind of like game pass because that would be smart i believe they do have a a monthly service base which is probably the pro pro one i should probably look more into that because that 
seems like something if you if you don't have to buy the games entirely again. Okay, so they seem to have a membership base for ten dollars a month, which is the pro. Okay, got it. Basically, it looks like it's games with gold on Xbox or PlayStation Plus on PlayStation, where it's you pay the subscription price and they'll give you access to certain games for free, okay. but you lose them if you no longer subscribe to it. Okay. Also, it seems we've caught on by reading some articles. Games you buy, like Borderlands 3 and yeah. Tomb Raider, if you buy them there, you can only play them through Stadia. Therefore, right. if you cancel the service, you can no longer play them. Mm-hmm. They will not work natively through your PC. Right. I hope it's going to be at least like PlayStation Plus, where if you buy, if you get games on Plus, you can't play them when you don't have Plus, but if you join again six months later, you have access again. I'm sure it's like that. That would be good. It seems like it's the same concept, because okay. you're leasing the game. Yeah. You're not owning the game, you just right. you're leasing owning access the right to, the to the play game. the game. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're a member, yes. Yeah, so it seems like it might be good for like a casual, like definitely having the two months free of pro is cool for the casual gamer or somebody who's looking to do something else temporarily because they're like i'm all played out of my xbox games or whatever but i don't know it seems like it needs work to really get more of an audience yeah and as far as i can tell you can play it through like your chromecast or just your chrome desktop uh web browser okay good to know um but you said actually earlier you were reading up there are games that you get to try out with this service for free yes that are not you don't have to pay for them right the pro free trial uh comes with uh 10 games or nine games it said one of them is destiny 2 and another one is called grid and and thumper was the other one i don't know any of those except for destiny so I don't okay. know what they destiny are. 2 that's kind of a gimmick because isn't it basically free to play it's now? free to play now so <laughs> yeah. any console would have that game for yeah. free but that's cool i guess they're saying it's you know it's like fortnite it says you're buying fortnite i don't know whatever. credit and they mm-hmm. say you're getting the game yeah uh or you they say you're getting the game with the credit but you're just paying for the credit um thumper actually is a pretty fun game we have that on playstation for vr we oh okay it's the one where it's like you're a beetle that sounds vaguely on this like roller coaster kind of path but it's like music based so like thumper like you're making the beats and like it's like okay that sounds very you're fighting a boss at the end of the okay run and yeah it's it's fun and very creative and unique but it's also an older game so yeah this one does say if you purchase games on the store you'll still get to play them after you cancel your pro subscription but anything that you get free from pro you obviously wouldn't have access to if you canceled your pro subscription gotcha yeah okay that's about it on that yeah sounds like they're still <laughs> pretty limited but they're trying to gain in more users so we'll try it out and we'll give a verdict probably yeah. next week yeah. or the next for sure so, you know, speaking of other gaming systems, Xbox has tweaked the dashboard user interface um, as we are getting closer and closer to the Series X launch. So... Like, again? Past the one that they just put out where they redesigned the whole Uh Yeah, this UI? is recent. Yeah, it's not on our Xboxes yet. So it's another one Okay, because they just changed ours, like, not even a month ago. No, 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 it's since then. Okay. Because I checked. I looked at the pictures and I was like, ours does not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that okay. I wasn't going to do this wrong. It's very recent. Um, I They obviously hasn't, haven't 
rolled it out to everybody yet. Yeah. I don't know. I'm debating going back into the. Uh, oh, the um. Whatever the. Yeah. The like beta program, beta or whatever program, bullshit. Whatever yeah. fuck it is, because yeah, I took it off the consoles because it did affect stuff occasionally that mm-hmm. made it hard to use the console. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll put it back on my other one in the bedroom that yeah. we barely use. Yeah. Um, and just test it out there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because a lot of the stuff I know people have said that has been around for a while through that functionality. Uh-huh. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that. True. As far as the podcast, I could talk about things that are like yeah. coming to the future potentially. Good point. Um, so I just have a, I literally went to their site and got the information that changed. Basically, um, the new default tab order opens um, in the guide with a left to right configuration. It's kind of hard to describe. and Okay. It sounds to me like they're going back to the Xbox 360 dashboard, the original. <sighs> I think Where it's... you scrolled left and right to go to certain sections for I like achievements, so. yes. the game, Right. But they're, marketplace. But they're consolidating the tabs. So yes, but there's a slight difference. Um, party, messaging, and invites are all combined into one parties and chats tab. Um, and then settings, audio, power options are all together in profile and system tab. Then you have a uh, people tab, which includes um, looking for group, things like friends, yeah, I'm whatever, friends, yeah. Community, and then, yeah. Socializing. And stuff. then you have um, a bell icon, which is essentially apps and system notifications and other alerts. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. like you say, they're condensing it. So, they're putting yeah. apps and stuff like that with notifications. Yeah. Um, and then the profile and system one actually is going to display as your gamer pick. So it'll just, that one's already there. You can see the one on the very left that has your gamer pick and mm-hmm. there's actually stuff under that tab. So that tab will be this, uh, settings, audio and power options under there. Okay. Basically it's your profile and system. So this tells tab. me that too, that not only are they getting ready for the Xbox series X, Mm-hmm. They're actually going to implement the UI into the current Xbox Ones. I think so. For yes. unified usage for Xbox One users mm-hmm. and for the next gen games yeah. to yeah. like work together. It seems like they're doing it to make every everybody work together better. Okay. And maybe a more streamlined transition. So, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they kind of did that too with the 360, the Xbox One, a little bit. So. <laughs> Speaking of big releases, though, yes. like the Xbox Series X, uh-huh. a game alone that could compete with an entire console. True. Seven years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> or 2077 years mm-hmm. in yeah. the making. Yeah. <laughs> when they originally Give or take. It, when they originally announced it, do you think the title was Cyberpunk 2070? <laughs> oh, they just took seven additional years. It was Cyberpunk <laughs> 2007 yeah like i don't know if we're gonna make that deadline yeah that's a little bit early add add another 70 years to that (laughs) just to make sure (laughs) uh cd project red ceo announces that the release date is actually going to be september 17th ish yeah they said september september 17th in the article which is essentially a six month pushback of the april 16th one Uh, i think his exact quote was i'm ron burgundy (laughs) For anybody who doesn't get that, he's making fun of the fact that I put a question mark after the question mark after the. Is that 17. a Boston question mark? But <laughs> a question mark after the seventeen. A Boston in mark. This title because it it said seventeenth, but it seemed like it that didn't match to me. 
but maybe it's just because of differences in numbers of days per month. So. Well, I think he quoted se- September. Yes. And then the speculation places, is 17th because of previous. Because it was six months delayed from April 16th. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And interesting fact. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that the DLC will be the same size as the Witcher 3 expansions. Mm-hmm. Which. The DLC? I don't know if that means it's a lot. I think that means it's a lot. Okay. Because the Witcher 3 expansions are a lot. Okay. Yeah. So they're saying DLC alone is the size of expansions for okay. The Witcher 3. Wow. From what, That's how I'm taking that. Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. So basically I have until September 17th to finish The Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah. And I have <laughs> until September to start it. Yeah. And finish it. <laughs> Okay. Including all expansions. Wow, hella shade. <laughs> How is that shade? That's just a fact. Yeah. I thought you meant like you were going to wait till September to start it. <laughs> That's why I was like saying it was shade. No. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I can finish it in yeah. 16 days. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably not going to ever. It's so good. I just, it's so slow to start and it's just hard for me to get into it. Mm-hmm. All the user menu options you have to go through I mean, to like create shit i just ugh, i just don't want to go through all that just let me kill something yeah you, you know? can though you don't have to do all that extra you know, shit they, they cock tease you with the, like the giant bird that you have to hunt down in the beginning of the game yeah. and then like that's just like oh it flies away yeah now you have to fucking figure out what to do from here yeah it's bullshit yeah it, it did fly away right or did you kill it I think you killed it. I don't think I got that far. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) There really isn't as much. Like, there's a lot of customization and internal menus that you can do, but you don't have to. So, I still think you should. Okay, so they're optional. Yeah. For you, you, someone who likes just going and fucking shit up, you would be fine. It helps you to be able to make all these extra bombs and extra things. Like, certain missions, it will make you make a certain item. Yeah, you're talking about, like, basically all these, like, potions and shit you have to, like, use them like i don't you don't have to use them because i don't use them most of the time but i'm really bad at fighting and you're not so you you wouldn't have to use them hey you over there fight me (laughs) i'm really good at it i got first place in war zone (laughs) you probably wouldn't need to use all the extra special shit to make your like skills buffed basically so i wouldn't use that to discourage you i would definitely still try it if i were you well we'll see what happens come september I may or may not play Witcher 3. Yeah. But I definitely will be playing Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, definitely. Unless they delay it a third time. Yeah. (laughs) Who's to say, really? But, speaking of games (laughs) that are going to be released. Yeah. Potentially. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You might remember a little gem called Saints Row 3 that we played back on PS3. (laughs) Yeah. When we were dating long distance and yeah with the purple dildo back yeah it was like basically like a <laughs> poor man's gta but, mm-hmm. like, but like way more arcadey and fun way more fun yeah yeah uh so it's getting remastered on ps4 xbox one and pc i'm pretty excited about releasing that. may 22nd nice it's going to include 30 plus pieces of dlc uh and the game world has been given a visual upgrade New weapon models, car models, lighting, and more. Okay. I mean, as long as they don't 
forget to bring back the purple dildo bat, I'm in. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> saying new weapon models, which yeah. means they could have more could have dildo more. bats. Yeah, like a, one of any color. That'd be great. They could have like dong chucks. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> dong chucks. Sign me up. I'm in. Or like a bow and arrow that shoots dildos. There you go. Yeah. They there should you definitely go. do that. God, that game was hella fun. That was the first game that I played with you that involved like shooting, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 It, like really took effect with the double joystick. Yes. And that was where I really struggled. And I still struggle, but I'm a lot better because of that game, really. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Depending on the price. I don't know if they gave a price. I can't imagine it's more than 40 Yeah. If. I don't know. We may or may not consider getting it. Yeah. I'm not gung-ho to buy it right away unless it's cheap as fuck. But it's more like, of a nostalgia thing for us. Yeah. Because yeah. our early dating, we were playing this together yes. on PS3. Yes. So. Good just times. in that sense. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it for our second anniversary. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> after I win my second Warzone match. Yeah. You're only going to plan on winning one more time between now and then? I never thought I'd win the first okay, time. that's fair. <laughs> I was so ex- ecstatic when I won. Yeah. I felt like none of them appreciated that we got first place. Yeah, they were like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, they're probably never going to see it again. Yeah. They don't, they don't get that. Well. I mean, I played PUBG and I never even got first in that. So yeah. Probably couldn't now because there's way less people playing it. Yeah. Although they're probably the people that are hardcore, so they probably just destroy me. <laughs> but as far as Warzone, I'm royalty, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Roll up the red carpet. Definitely. I'm ready to game. Yeah. Uh, but you know who's not ready to game? Who? E3 and the ESA. Oh, what happened here? So the ESA abandoned the plan that they had to do a digital E3 in place oh. of the canceled E3 for this year. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Somebody check their temperature. Did they get corona? <laughs> so out of place for them. <laughs> so basically they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, there's a quote. I'm actually not sure who said this. I guess they're a spokesperson. Okay. Given the disruption brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic... We will not be presenting an online E3 2020 event in June. Instead, we will be working with exhibitors to promote and showcase individual company announcements included on E3Expo.com in the coming months. We look forward to bringing our industry and community together in 2021 to present a reimagined E3 that will highlight new offerings and thrill our audiences. So basically, we're going to do like brief summary stuff with the publishers and developers on their games. Right. But it's more of a blog thing, it sounds like, than than it was going to be. Makes sense. Uh, But speaking of E3 being canceled, Mm -hmm. uh, shortly before it was canceled, if you remember, a company called I Am 8-Bit Mm -hmm. was doing the creative control for them. Yeah. And they walked away, not because of coronavirus. Because of other reasons. Because of E3 virus. Yeah. They were just like, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waving as they're riding away on their tricycle. Yeah. 
so uh, they actually are in the news again because they are doing something good instead of bad. Okay. Depending on how you look at how them leaving E3 was. Right, right. Uh, Button Mash is an arcade local to L.A. where they have, you know, booze and arcade machines for people to play. Oh, have and we not? How have we not been to this? I, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> maybe next now year. Now we know. Yeah, <laughs> but not right now. Yeah, later. So uh, apparently they are helping fund the bar by creating these fundraising packages for people to purchase, which will uh, go from anywhere between twenty five dollars to a thousand dollars. Jesus. With different merchandise available in each box. And they have different prize levels, obviously, based off the price you okay. pay for the box. Gotcha. So this is going to help them keep afloat while, you know, people just aren't going places. Okay. Uh, so the the packages will include games, comics, soundtracks, arcade tokens, and more. So arcade tokens means mm-hmm. come to our, come to our place after yeah. <laughs> and then give us the thing that we had given yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's clever. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, again, it's like marketing, right? Yeah. So, they call them this the Button Mash Quarantine Boredom Pack. Okay. Um, they have different tier levels that you can, like, they, they show, like, what kind of things are in each tier. So, you can go to their website and look for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot, so I'm not going to go over it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, that's a cool thing that they're doing. Hopefully, some people can get some cool shit out of that. Yeah. Do you have any cool shit that you've gotten out of anything lately? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I played some games. You want to talk about games we played? Yeah. So okay. that's some cool shit you got out of, I assume, Game Pass? I did, yeah. I, I played some games from Game Pass that are new this month, I believe. Um, I played three of them for a smallish period of time because I was playing by them myself. So I think two of the three would have been better with uh, more people. So, um, Two Point Hospital, <laughs> which is a game that you were like, you should try this. This seems like a game you would like, which is because it was a simulation game and uh, basically you're building and managing a hospital. Yeah, two hospital. things you love. Yeah. Simulations and hospitals. Do I love hospitals? I mean, you work at one. That was your choice. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It was. Um, so that one was kind of cool, I guess, to pass the time and not really do anything exciting. It literally is like, well, you need an exam room now. And then you have to build an exam room and they have to have a certain number of things in each room. That was okay. cool. So would you consider it like a like a legit game or more like a phone game It reminded me more. Console? It reminded me more, more of a mobile game. Okay. Yeah. But Definitely. it doesn't have like microtransaction stuff to I it. I don't think there were, no. Okay. I didn't see anything like that. So it's like... The Sims Light as a hospital game? No, you know what it reminded me of is like Diner Dash or whatever. Like Diner Dash. It's like a game where, or um, it's a game where she's like a waitress and she has to like wait on the tables and make sure everybody gets their food that they uh, wanted. You have to make sure everybody's not dying? No, you make sure everybody gets the food they ordered and there's nothing no, wrong with it. No, I'm talking about it. for this game. Or for this one. Yes, you make sure people don't die. <laughs> I was going to say, if you have to make sure people aren't dying in your restaurant... You should probably close down I your know. Restaurant. That's why I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> um, so I checked that one out. It was kind of fun just to like dick around with for a while. I don't know that I would get too into it. Um, these It becomes more work. That's actually fun. one of the games I got uh, for free with the free Friday 
code giveaway. Oh, thing. really? <laughs> That's funny. So I have a code for this game. Okay. So write in yeah. to dtfpod at gmail.com and tell me why you deserve that code. Yeah. Because we don't need it. It's on Game Pass. We don't need it. We have it on Game Pass. And for some reason you don't and you want to play it, look it up and write us an email. Let us yeah. know. It is for Xbox. Okay. So you have to have an Xbox in okay. order to play it. Good, good. Okay. Um, the other two games I played are, uh, let's see, I'll start with uh, Death Squared. You are moving a bunch of boxes, like two boxes around. And when you move one box, some kind of obstacle moves that... It's like a puzzle game. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds like you a puzzle You move game. one box, some other thing gets in the way of your other box. And mm. you, so if you move simultaneously, you have to like figure out which one to move this way so that the other one can make it to the other path. There's gotcha. a, like a destination you have to make it to. And that's meant to be a co-op game? No, that one is single player, I oh, think. Okay. But it would have been more fun to like play with you next to me as it's like working it out together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's been more of like a, well, how do I get to here? It seems very similar in activity level of like Portal. I don't know. If, I don't know. It might have been co-op. I have to check. But that one, I just was like, this would have been more fun to talk through with somebody. The other one that was actually really meant to be a multiplayer game is Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Um, this one is just you're a little person who has to get packages out of a certain location and deliver them from that location to the target location. And... Um, it's physics based. So okay. you have to be able to lift the package above your head. So there's like controls are like grab with your left arm or your right arm and then raise your right arm or your left arm. And you have to do them both at the same time if you raise it. But if you do it too much, then you'll flip it over your head and then you'll get the box stuck behind your back. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, okay. It's not super realistic, but uh, and then there's a, I kind of like rage quit after like three deliveries because I was just like, this isn't fun. Um, it could be fun with a group, I think, if you're just going around and doing stuff. But, like, it gives you, like, these missions to do. Uh-huh. And the third one is you have to fucking put this, like, can of gas, like, a flammable can, a barrel, mm-hmm. onto a helicopter, which doesn't have walls. It's just, like, a flat surface, like a skateboard version of a helicopter. Okay. And then <laughs> so you put this barrel on it, and then you have to drive the helicopter across this river. And, like, I couldn't figure out the controls, and it was really hard enough for me to even get the fucking barrel on. Like, I tried so many times just to get the barrel on the goddamn helicopter in the first place by myself. That by the time I got it on there and then had to, like, start from scratch when I crashed into the river, obviously, I was like, nah, I'm done. So (laughs) It sounds like it's more, it should have been called uh, Steady Thumb Simulator. Yeah. Probably, yeah. (laughs) So it sounds like you have to just be able to be perfect with... Yeah, with how... The joystick. Yeah. And not move them. Yeah, you have to know exactly the <laughs> angle to lift things at. And then there's, like, the second one is, like, a fragile box. So if you ro- jostle it around too much while you're driving, or if you take a turn and you don't slow down, you'll yeah. actually flip the little cart that you're driving, which I did. Mm. Um, and the, the box is fragile, so it has, like, a percentage intact or whatever the fuck it is. And so, like, by the time you get it to the place, it'll be like, oh, you're 94% intact. And so, like, you get a rating based on how mm, well you treated gotcha. the box if it, like, falls off your cart or whatever. Well, so. I've learned not to <laughs> fly helicopters with beds yeah. filled with gasoline barrels. Yeah. Yeah, probably uh, not a good idea in general. So. Yeah, I might try this game again if we were playing in a group or at least with another person because it seems like you might have a little bit more options if there's multiple people. Okay. Well, I'll try it out with yeah. you. So it seemed like it could and be And then we fun, can rage but... quit together. Yeah. 
Okay, on the count of three, <laughs> we stop away mad, okay? Um, of course, one thing I did like is it had the your little character could be customized. You know, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he spent more time making a character to walk away from? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I spent a little bit of time. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like exploring, seeing what the all, the all the options were. And these were all on... Game Pass, right? Yes, correct. Okay, so uh, you're going to rate any of them, or you're going to just kind of... What do you want to do? Um, I think I would rate them all about the same. Probably like a... Like a three. Okay. Three out of five? Three out of five, yeah. Okay, so they're, probably like, they're basically the same. Like, they're kind of middle-tier time killer yeah. games are yeah. not like anything to like really dedicate to yeah they're nothing like that re- delivery service one requires a lot more attention but i kind of am just like i'm not into that yeah the other ones were like i'm just gonna kill some time and do a puzzle or whatever or fucking build a hospital whatever um <laughs> whatever yeah maybe, no, I will. <laughs> maybe i'll build a hospital maybe it won't yeah i don't know just yeah depends what i'm trying to do yeah the, the hospital one was fairly easy but uh, yeah, they were they were time killers, but I wouldn't say they're like anything amazing. But feel cute. Maybe I'll make a hospital. Yeah, might delete later. Might delete later. <laughs> Feeling cute. Made a hospital. Might might just demolish later. Yeah. What did you play this week? Uh, well, I, aside from my, you know, victorious first place in Call of Duty Modern Warfare yeah. Warzone, mm-hmm. I also uh, had the luxury of playing Resident Evil Three. Because oh, it yeah. finally came out. Yeah. Uh, so I played the hell out of that. It's a pretty short game, unfortunately. But the original also was. Uh, so graphically, it's gorgeous. It looks pretty much on par with Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, a very different take on Raccoon City. Very more lit up and vibrant. Okay. Um, the sound quality... Is probably one of the best parts of the game because it's just very like unsettling. Mm-hmm. I guess is the word to use. There's just a lot of background noises that really like make you like feel like there's always something. Yeah, there's always around something the corner going on. or mm-hmm. behind you. And I played it without headphones, so if I played with headphones, yeah, I'd probably be, like mopping up in the room. <laughs> yeah, bring the dogs in. We gotta <laughs> clean up. Uh. Plot-wise, uh, they've made a lot of changes as far as the story goes. Uh, so Remake is a very literal sense for this game. Okay. Resident Evil 2 was pretty similar to the original, but they did some changes to like make it work with logic, I guess. Okay. This, they just straight up changed a lot of the plot. Uh, motivations for characters they've changed. Mm-hmm. Reasons why things are happening... Gotcha. Uh, they gave an origin-ish story to Nemesis. Okay. Where before it was just like, yep, that's a scary fucking creature <laughs> that's being programmed to kill us. Yeah. Now it's kind of like they gave kind of a backstory as to like why the Nemesis exists. Okay. That's good. Uh, a little bit. It's, you just gotta play it. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mechanics. Uh, the game... Unlike Resident Evil 2, this one is more action-oriented, which, again, the original Resident Evil 3 was more action-oriented than Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 2 was of the original. So this one 
they have this dodge mechanic in there, so mm-hmm. it's really more about... I noticed that. Uh, yeah, so you move a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. It's more about maneuvering than it really is about resource management of your bullets and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of designed the game more linear uh, than the other one. There's not There's not as much back and forth going around as much as there used to be. They have like little shortcut routes you can go across, but mm-hmm. like... Overall, it's a very linear game. Yeah. Uh, with this mechanic where you pretty much have this perfect dodge you do, which I have yet to master. Yeah. But you can get through the game without really using it if you, I don't know, it just, it's doable. Mm-hmm. But you get benefits if you use the mechanic a little bit more. Okay. Um, otherwise, a lot of the, the places are there. They've actually... Got rid of some sections of the game, which are a little disappointing. Uh, they got rid of the clock tower. They got rid of like a graveyard area. They got rid of. They have the hospital, but they changed it a bit from mm-hmm. what it used to be. So okay. like you're still in the hospital, but they've tweaked how it works in the game. Uh, okay. But you play as both characters in it. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, basically, they just really revamped this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's gorgeous. You'll enjoy the time, but it's a lot shorter than it should be. Okay. On top of it already being a short game, they've shortened it even more. Oh, I see. I played it, uh, I think I finished on normal difficulty about shy of six hours. Okay. And that was me not really trying to rush through it. I was just okay. kind of wandering around looking for some stuff right they've got the bobbleheads in there that you yeah. shoot so there's there's still 20 just mm-hmm. like the demo mm-hmm. but there's throughout the whole thing okay and i'm pretty confident you have to go do specific things to get other ones to appear oh okay so there's replay in that uh pro tip for anybody who fights the nemesis uh actually down him don't just run away like they kind of train you to do mm-hmm. because he's like impossible to like yeah He'll fuck you up. Yes. But you can get him downed shortly. He'll get back up, but you can down him. Uh There are rewards if you down him occasionally. Oh, I see. So it's in your interest to do so at times. Okay. There's only like two spots, I think, in the game that actually benefit it. But Are there even any tips for people on how to down him? uh, I threw a couple grenades. Okay. And it worked pretty quickly on normal. Okay. Uh I had a shotgun and a couple grenades. I think a couple shots and threw some grenades. Okay. He went down pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't stay down long. Right. I think the idea is it's enough for you to get away right. to a distance. Yeah. Um, and then again, the the dodging mechanic is really important in this because, like, he can jump across the map essentially. Yeah. Like across very long distances. Mm-hmm. He's like the Hulk. Yes. So. You may run away from him, but he's going to be there and right in front of you. Yes. At, at any you. second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the mechanic is really important in that sense. Uh, they don't have the save feature like they used to. Where You, like, you have the, the uh, typewriter, but you don't have the ink ribbons. You just use the typewriter. Oh, okay. So that's kind of nice. You don't have to worry about the ink ribbon okay. in your inventory. That's good. Um, inventories are pretty small. But you expand them throughout the game. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of do a little bit more side stuff in order to get that done. Okay. 
which does help a lot in the long run, especially yeah. near the end. Yeah. Uh, the last third of the game, I think, is a little bit more abrupt of an ending than what it should be based off the original. But again, it looks like they're trying to take this game to a direction for the story. Uh-huh. I think the remakes are trying to go a new direction. I see. So they took liberties with this game. But if you're a fan of the series, you're going to enjoy it. Okay. It just feels like it's lacking. And they, I think the Resident Evil Resistance online portion, which is what was tacked on essentially in my opinion. Right. Uh, still not a fan of it that much. I mm-hmm. get where they're going with it, but it's just not that fun to me. Okay. I'm probably not going to put a lot of hours into that side of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was their way of just tacking something on. To make people feel like they, they paid it. a justified price of $60 right. for this game. Okay, got Because it. of the short campaign. Yeah. Which I feel like they should have just put more time into the story. Yeah. Uh, but I get it. Resident Evil 2 was a success. Yeah. So what they did was they took that engine. They took what they had from building that game. And they built Resident Evil 3 as fast as they could. Because mm-hmm. it's all there. Yeah. You know? Right. All I have to do is make the character models, tweak the creatures a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and it just—you could tell why this game came out so quickly after Resident Evil Two because it okay. basically was a year. Okay. So, um, unfortunately, they didn't put more into the campaign side, like I wish they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final verdict: I would say this is a four out of five. Okay. Infections. Oh, yeah? Um, I really enjoy the game. I think people should play it if they're into survival horror or Resident Evil in general. But the online portion does feel like a tack-on, in my opinion. Uh, the, shortage of the short shortness of the game does kind of bother me. So mm-hmm. I feel like they started strong, but I think it kind of was a weak ending to the overall okay. uh, satisfaction of, of this. Okay. But this is also a game that's going to go on sale very quickly. I feel like probably right. within the next month or two, it'll be on sale for at least $40. Mm-hmm. True. Whatever. So if people are like, interested about prices, like you could wait a little bit. It'll go on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my verdict. Okay. Definitely worth playing, but just whether it's worth paying for or waiting is the question. Understood. Well, you want to dive into some TV news? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of short things. I know. (laughs) Yeah. We got something else that isn't giving us very much length here. That's what she said. Um. (laughs) Is that an anniversary joke? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Uh, Quibi was downloaded over 300,000 times on day one in the U.S. and Canada. Um, sounds like a lot, but, you know, this is compared to 4 million installs for Disney Plus at launch. <laughs> so, um, that's about 7.5% of what Disney Plus managed to get on day one. I mean, to be fair, there's a huge name recognition difference there, so. Yeah. Whatever. But, just <laughs> FYI. Um, Currently, as of a couple of days ago, actually now, it was a number four ranked free app on the App Store in the U.S. And number two ranked free app on Google Play in the U.S. Um, 
I'm, this has actually changed Google Play. It's already down to number seven, but I don't know what, I don't have an iPhone, so I can't check that one now, but that's what it was a couple days ago. <laughs> so. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's like the new shiny toy, right? Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. These will probably drop. They got the 90-day free trial. Yes. People are doing that in three months. That it's number gonna is going to be, be a lot lower. Exactly. Guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. Which I assume that means they have a lot more content coming out after three months they plan to keep people on board to stay for. Yeah. At least from a marketing concept, that right. would make sense. Yeah. Otherwise, it done fucked up. Yeah. Quibi. Yeah. But speaking of Apple. Yes. Uh, I had an Apple uh, earlier today. You did not. Oh, right. <laughs> We talked about it, though. What I meant to say was <laughs> Apple TV uh, Plus is giving away shows for free. You just yeah. got to look underneath your chair. Yeah. And hope the Oprah has been there. And hope the Oprah has been there. I have a question about this. I don't know if you're going to know the answer, but um, are, is this list that we have all of the free shows? As far as I'm aware, yes. Because that is, forgive my saying, but pussy shit. Well, again... <laughs> This is kind of like what HBO did. And this yes. is kind of like what Stadia is doing. Yeah. It's like, here's a taste. But... We really, really, really hope that you're going to just stay on board after. Here's the thing, though. HBO did it. Yes. And I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is all of them? Like, if this is it, then they really poorly replicated what HBO did. Because yeah. HBO gave us a lot of really, really well-known titles. Even if some of them were very old, mm. they're very well-known and people would be like, oh, I've always wanted to see that show, you know? Like, And then there's even some newer things, like Silicon Valley on HBO. Like, that's something that I would not have expected. And this is fucking... Well, I mean, but is Silicon Valley new? It's like six seasons in, and it, well, it's over now. I know, but it's... It was it's, six seasons, I think, and, like, it's out of its it prime. Only, it only recently ended last year, right? Well, is that recent? Yeah. Last year? Yeah, it that's is. That's a year ago. It's relatively recent. It's not like 10 years ago, like fucking whatever it's called, Six Feet Under. But as far as viewership, a year ago is, that's the past. That's My like not relevant anymore. My point is that those shows all have big name recognition and the shows that they released were like bigger shows. Even if they're older, yeah. they were bigger shows. These, none of these are really that big of a deal but to you have me. to keep in mind apple tv is a new service that came out within the last year whereas hbo has been around for a long time yeah but apple tv so. plus also has shows on it that other people would actually want to watch the bigger named things but they're not putting them on exactly here. so they're gonna draw you in with these shows no they're not okay. i'm not fucking doing it <laughs> theoretical <laughs> theoretically you're gonna jump into one of these shows enjoy it to an extent that you're like no <laughs> maybe i'll give apple tv a try no. or you'll you'll watch one of these shows and go i liked that show ish mm-hmm. but i really 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 want to watch that whatever the fuck show mythic quest mythic quest show yes. which is what i do i watch. do want to watch that and if they put uh, that even if they gave me the first episode i'd be like okay maybe yeah, and that's a perfect move. Give yeah, the first give the episode, first episode of, of the good stuff, not the fucking trash. So, <laughs> I think that's the whole idea is, yeah. well, I really want to see this show. Yeah. This one was okay yeah. to good, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. If they're giving it for free, I assume it's not bad. So, now I'm going to go try it out just to see that show that I did really want to watch. Yeah. And then their hope is you're going to get, like, you know, hooked or forget that you're paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> forget the, let's be honest likely forget most yeah. services yeah. just want you to forget you're paying for it that's true Okay, sorry. I went on to a rant and I realized we never actually told everybody what they're offering. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. You didn't. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> okay. So uh, a show called Little America, which I think kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. I, sure. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's about like a family transitioning into American life. I don't know. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Servant, which is like a show that, from the trailer, seems like it's like a family who lost their child, uh, like an infant baby, like died mm-hmm. of some reason. And <laughs> <laughs> some reason. Well, I think that's the whole pitch yeah. of the show. Yes, is yes. like So the, the wife has a coping doll mm-hmm. to help her get past it, but she's yeah. like going... She's doubling down She's going hard. on crazy yeah. Yeah. and is like, this is my baby. Yes. And it's like some weird shit with that. And I think yeah. it's going to be backstory as to what's going on, why yeah. the baby died. It looks creepy. There's got to be a secret going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested in that. Okay. Uh, the Elephant Queen, which is like a documentary about like, I assume elephants. a woman who works with elephants in the wild. I don't know. I think it's just about the elephants. Oh, okay. I assume there was like a. I think the, the elephant queen, queen is elephants. like the leader of the herd, I think, oh, okay. as far as I understand. Because okay. they're matriarchal. Elephants are a, a popular documentary thing right now. Yeah. Disney Plus also has one that I was interested in. Oh, yeah. The elephant? That was... I think that's what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> the, the elephant king, I think, is what it was. No. <laughs> uh, for All Mankind, which is like a alternate, I think it's like a anthology base, if I'm correct. Maybe I'm completely making that up. Uh, all I know is this one looks like there was an astronaut on the screen. Yeah, shot, so it's like so. about like historical events, but it's like an alternate. If things had gone differently. Yeah, I believe I so. I mean, I'm down it for that. It sounds interesting. I've heard good yeah. things about it. It was the one that sounded the most interesting to me out of all of them. Uh, Dickinson, which is about which is about Emily Dickinson, and I think it's just like more of a kooky satire kind of thing about the writer. And it's actually starring Haley Steinfeld. So, kind of a big name attached to that show. Yeah. Uh, and then the other three are like children's shows, I'm I'm pretty sure. Helpsters, which is like some kind of Muppet thing. Look at her picture. I can totally see why they cast Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, it looks just like her. I mean, I feel like it looks similar. Oh, I was being sarcastic. I know you were, but I feel like... <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Rider, which is not... The Marvel character. No. It's writer, actually writer with a, T. <laughs> a ghost writer. Yeah. It looks like it's some kind of uh, kids show. It's, I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Snoopy in Space. Is self-explanatory. Yeah. And probably also for kids. Yeah. <laughs> what was Helpsters? It's like a Sesame Street type situation. Is yeah, it it's like, like Muppets. Yeah. Or, yeah. And they yeah. help. They like to help people. Yeah. They lure them into yeah. their sewers. <laughs> so out of the eight things that we have on here, uh, three of them... Are kids shows. Yeah. And one is like a nature documentary, essentially. So this is what I'm saying. Bring more to the table if you're going to try to be like HBO. Yeah. I understand that. But 
I know they're a newer they're, service. They're newer. They can't afford to just drop everything for free. I know, but one, one, just one single big name would have been good. <laughs> well, I think they're trying that with Dickinson. Is that a big thing? Well, Haley Steinfeld is kind of a bigger name right now. Yeah, that's true, I guess. She's but there's a good actress. a limited number of people who are going to want to watch something about Emily Dickinson, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway. Like I said, I think it's supposed to be like a... Like a satire kind of thing. Unless I misunderstood the whole point of it. That's what it seems like to me. Gotcha. And those seem to be popular right now. Uh, So, I mean, that's the lineup that they're apparently given for free. I don't know how long this lasts for, but I'm interested in at least Servant. Uh, For All Mankind, I'll probably check out anything on there you would want to check out, even though you, like, hate this service already um i'm interested in for all mankind and then i probably would check out dickinson okay just to see what it's like because it's described as a historical drama but obviously that can't be right because there's some screenshots from it that do not indicate that it's historically accurate so oh i'm sure it's not like <laughs> so oh, i'm down to check it out okay just to see what it's like because i do like a yeah and i'm drama pretty period sure pieces, so i don't know which tv we have that one of the TVs has it's, it's the LG. I think okay. so, yeah. So the LG, I think LGs have the app for Apple on them. I know it's limited to certain TVs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that for Apple TV Plus. Yeah, that is. But the other plus, Which Disney. One? Oh yeah, the big D. The big D. <laughs> uh, they have actually. What we're talking. Ways to get people to subscribe. They've yeah. actually surpassed 50 million subs on their service now. Oh wow! Uh, but let's let's be realistic as to why. Yeah. It was like you know a big thing. They had some quotes about it. Blah uh-huh. blah blah. We're so proud of everybody. Blah blah blah. Yeah. For what they've done to get the service running. Blah blah blah. And all the people who subscribe. Right. But let's be honest. You, you had the jump because of many factors. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variables. Mm-hmm. One, they just launched in Europe recently. Right. So that's a lot of people right there who have been waiting. They have this pent-up sexual energy ready to get out. Yeah. Waiting for Disney+. Plus. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just hope they're not watching uh, <laughs> the old Disney cartoons. Yeah. With that sexual energy. Uh, the pandemic is keeping people inside overall there's still the fucking morons Mm -hmm. who want to go have 400 person parties and shoot at each other very true uh not that we know anything about that no not at all in our goddamn city yeah uh fucking assholes (laughs) but so the pandemic is probably getting more people like at least temporarily you know subscribing Mm -hmm. to watch certain things on top of that onward is a pretty big pixar film that came out Right. Shortly in theaters, and then now it's on Disney Plus already. Uh, you got Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated show on its final season. They're adding, you know, this current time they have that show running. So I think those two things are helping bring people in as well mm-hmm. to want to subscribe. Right. So I'm not trying to take anything away from Disney. They're obviously mm-hmm. the big D for a reason. But. I don't think it's because I don't think it's specifically the content. I think it's just like a co- accumulation of like different things going on. Right. But with the recent news of Artemis Fowl, is that what the movie was called? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. 
So that was a movie that was going to be released in theaters, and it got shifted to Disney Plus at some point. I don't think there's an actual date yet. Because of that movie, uh, they have actually decided they're going to start releasing more mid-tier movies on the service. Okay. So I think they've decided that lower-budget movies can go to Disney Plus to help keep that stable user base right so it sounds like they now have a plan now that they got 50 million subs to try and keep those people right uh here's a quote they have in terms of movies going ahead after artemis there may be a few more that we end up putting directly onto disney plus but for the most part a lot of the big tentpole disney films you know black widow mulan Mm -hmm. anything star wars mcu whatever big titles right will still be theatrical. We'll simply wait for slots. Theater slots. Got whatever, it. Whatever, dates, whatever. Uh, in some cases, we've announced new ones already, but later on in the calendar, that's Artemis Fowl, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And they, they have some movies, I'm assuming, are on hold mm-hmm. that they will put on Disney+, Plus, but or maybe even Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, that they just don't know yet. So the, here's a few movies that don't have release dates anymore that were pulled because of the issue with theaters. Uh-huh. But they have not given release dates, changes, or whether they are even going to go to theaters. Okay. So, The New Mutants. Oh, okay. So, Borderline could be Disney+, Plus, could be Hulu, if okay. they go that route. But okay. I assume it's going to be one of those, because mm-hmm. how fucking long has this movie yeah, not been released? Yeah, it's been way too long. Especially if they're doing new X-Men stuff. This is not relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the personal history of David Copperfield. Okay. Depending on the personal history. <laughs> yeah. That could be a Disney movie. That's true. Yeah. It sounds like a very Disney Plus type situation. Yeah. Depending on how much they want to leave out. Antlers is that horror movie. No. Which was a Fox thing at the time. That's gotta go So that that would be Hulu if it's not sure. in theaters. Yeah. They'll probably aim for uh, October release in theaters, I mm-hmm. think, for Halloween. Yeah, I can see that. That's probably what they'll do with that one. Uh, the Woman in the Window, which sounds like a generic horror movie. Like a ghost story. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to I'm me not too. sure what the hell that is. Yeah. Uh, again, probably Hulu, unless it's like some kind of like fun magical tale. Right. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> Come join the woman in the window. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess something else Disney Plus might be working on. Well, is working on. <laughs> Doogie Howser MD is getting a reboot. Kind of. And uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But it's going to follow a 16-year-old half-Asian, half-white female doctor who lives and works in Hawaii. And the working title is... Doogie Kealoha, MD. I heard the premise was going to be she uh, she primarily works, I think, with duty donors. All right. <laughs> if I'm correct, I think that was the premise of I don't think you're telling the truth. The show. I don't think so. <laughs> she was Doogie Duty Donor Hauser. No. <laughs> Listen. Don't get me wrong. I watched Doogie Howser when I was Kaloa. a kid. Yeah. I watched Doogie Howser when I was a kid and I liked it. But 
I just don't know if we need another one of those shows. Well, we kind of already have yeah, one, we've right? We've got the good, that, doctor. the good Doctor. The Good on like, whatever channel it is. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess his issue... He's, like, autistic? I think he's on the spectrum of, in some way. I don't know yeah. how exactly they classify him. Um, but he's clearly much younger. I don't know if he's, like, actually a teen. I think he's, like, actually of age to be in medical school. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but he just All I is know very young. was there was a promo for that show at mm-hmm. one point. Where he punched another doctor about some frustrating situation. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, is he going to lose his job? <laughs> I know. It was like hella dramatic and Did stuff. you watch, was it at your parents' house? Yeah. yeah. It was always, <laughs> it's always on the background. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they watched that. It seems like something your mom would like. Um, I, mean, I don't know. It's I, a thing. There you go. This is not a shock Do with it me. what you will. That Disney Plus has been remaking a lot of things. Yeah. You know, none of them are out yet, but. Yeah. Of course, they're all on hold now, but right. like, this is not a shock. No, it's not. I guess you're right. Um, something I am excited about, though. Space Force will be coming to Netflix on May 29th. Um, this is starring Steve Carell and John Malkovich. There's also Ben Schwartz, who we know as John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Also the voice of Sonic yes, in the new movie. Yes, true. And Jimmy O. Yang, who's Jin Yang from Silicon Valley, is going to be in it as well. Okay, he's popping up a little bit more. I know, He was yeah. also a character in uh, Fantasy Island. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so the premise of this show, for anybody who doesn't know, is uh, Steve Carell's character is a decorated pilot who unexpectedly finds himself in charge of the newly formed Space Force. He and his team will be tasked with going to the moon again and, quote, total space domination. Again. Or dominance. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds hilarious. The premise and the cast seems great. So, I'm yeah. in. Sold. <laughs> and I remember them talking about this show a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I wondered if it was ever going to happen. And so I was really happy to hear this. Okay, so Netflix, May 29th. Yes. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. And hopefully they'll have, like, guest appearances I from imagine. cast of The Office, right? I'm sure they will, yeah. John Krasinski's got to be on there Easily. at least as a cameo, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. I guess I'll just go to sleep till May 29th, I guess. Yeah. Got nothing going on. <laughs> I go into hypersleep yeah. in space. Yeah. I'll force myself to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I've forced myself to do? What? Watch the latest episode of Tiger King. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because they added a new episode. Yeah, they did. But... They're also talking about adding more episodes, or more shows, not episodes. Yeah, they're making new show or shows, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got the one... With Kate McKinnon. Which is, it sounds like it's more based off Carol, that, you know, that bitch That Carol. bitch Carol Baskin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's more based on her than than Joe Exotic. Okay, okay. Uh, but now Rob Lowe is throwing his, like, lion mane in the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know why I didn't think of this originally whenever we were talking about, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but, like, casting people to play. Yeah. Like, Rob Lowe is perfect. Like, I think he would be really good. I could kind of see it. Yeah. Because I feel like he would have the range to do, like, a yeah, kooky the, character the like that. Yeah, the kookiness, like, he would totally be great at. But, I don't know, visually, I don't know if he really would work for the, I mean, obviously, they'd do whatever to make him look that way, but... 
He just does it. I mean, like he I feel like visually no, to me. he doesn't, but I think he could make it happen. Okay. I think it would be good. Uh, but yeah, so Rob Lowe and Ryan Murphy are in preliminary talks on him being the role of Joe Exotic for a scripted adaptation. Uh, he's updated. I think it was on his Twitter or something. Uh, Ryan Murphy and I will be developing our version of this insane story. Stay tuned. Uh, and then also, there's another show. Okay. Not related to Rob Lowe okay. or Kate McKinnon. Investigation Discovery. Oh, no. <laughs> sets new series to investigate figures from the Tiger King series on Netflix. Okay. okay. So this is like a... I guess it's like an unofficial sequel series. Okay. So they're going to use unseen footage from the documentary described as definitive sequel okay okay so i assume it's the same footage from the documentary yeah that we saw we just didn't see this footage okay i'm assuming that the people own the rights to that and not netflix yeah. then i don't know how that works yeah um but the only person associated with this project is joe exotic himself oh i see so the filmmakers eric good and Rebecca Jaclyn. Okay. I apologize if I misread that. Okay. Write, write me, Rebecca. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are not tied to this project. Okay. That's interesting. So it's, I mean, let's be honest. This is going to be very skewed on one angle, right? Yeah. Definitely. Also, is he allowed to be a part of it if I, he's in prison? I have questions about that. <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> I'm sure he found a loophole based off what he does in the show. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So the whole premise of this is going to be use footage and it's going to focus on the case of that bitch Carol Baskins <laughs> from 97 about her missing husband. Okay. Uh, spoilers. She did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone believes that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she probably is like... She's like, did I kill I him? didn't do it, but no, I, I think I did, <laughs> based off what I just saw. Yeah. And then also they're going to, like, dive into uh, Joe himself and okay. the skeletons in his closet from uh -huh. the past, which I guess yeah. it was like a, a line or something in the show at, near the end, uh -huh. that he had more skeletons or something yeah. in his past. Uh, and... What the FBI has on Jeff Lowe. Okay. Uh, he was the douchebag. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> the fucking tap out guy. <laughs> and then also secrets within Doc Ant Antle's walls. That's the one I want to fucking see. Now, here's the thing. Didn't this already kind of come out? Isn't this like going to be just basically be what we've learned about him being raided and... I don't know. That was in the news. Yeah. It wasn't a part of the documentary. Right, right. In the news, apparently he was like, had like a SWAT raid. Yeah. On his like. Compound. His like cult compound. His cult compound, yeah. His cult pound. Yeah. Uh, right? It was like in December. Yeah. I mean, there's probably only a certain amount they can actually release to the public though, because if it's an ongoing like trial or something, yeah, so yeah, maybe this true. will have that's more true. information. Who knows? 
Um, but on the note of Tiger King, as we you mentioned, we did watch the eighth episode of Tiger King. Oh, and, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this I put this in the news before I realized we were already going to be recording, so... Basically, there was a new episode <laughs> of Tiger King, episode number eight, hosted by Joel McHale, and it came out on the 12th, and it was an interview-style show with um, Joel McHale hosting, like I just said, and it was kind of like a where-are-they-now type situation with not, yeah, with not everybody attending. a very limited cast, yes. and they were not the big-name people of yes. the show. They were the... Essentially, grunt workers for the zoo. Yeah, there were there were some big names, but not all of them. Yeah, yeah. along with Douchey McGee. Yeah, Douchey McGee. Yeah, and Daddy Issues McGee. <laughs> so that takes us into what TV we watched this week, and the first thing was Tiger King episode eight. Yeah, so we had talked about this last week, right? It was in the news that mm-hmm. he Jeff Lowe was like basically spoiling it on the internet for no reason yes i assume netflix didn't agree with that yeah uh so and i was like well there's no way they could do this like in a week turnaround for a legit episode yeah like this has to be some kind of like thrown together like interview thing Mm -hmm. which is exactly what it was exactly what it was yeah uh and of course you know during a pandemic it makes sense it was all like whatever live feed to each other interviewing whatever so that is also what's confusing is because Jeff Lowe's stupid bullshit was like, oh, yeah, Netflix was here filming, blah, blah, blah. No, they fucking weren't. They they probably had, like, one person or, a, like, a small crew oh, show up. To set up the Set up a small camera okay. lighting situation. Okay. Record them for, like, the 20 minutes that they probably filmed. Because okay. you know they have more than they actually showed. That's true. That's they had true. to edit it, I'm sure, to, yeah. like, be what they wanted it to be. Fair but enough. that's probably what he meant. Like, because yeah. it wasn't like a full on crew, obviously, because yeah. that's not a thing. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. It, yeah, I kind of liked that Joe McHale was like making fun of yes him a little like, bit, actively. but like not <laughs> openly doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It was like how many jackets? How many leather jackets do you own, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but basically, they just kind of had one on one with him and some, some of the people, people that worked yeah. there. They had one was like the the head zookeeper guy. Right. Uh, they had the a couple others that worked there. One was like the marketing and the, the political, political advisor guy, for yeah. Joe Exotic. And yeah. They had some interesting, yeah, uh, like you know, additional info, I guess, to yeah. the whole thing, but. Overall, like it was really filler. It, it was wasn't kind of boring. anything. Honestly, the only thing I really truly learned from it was that uh, Saf or whatever the one with the arm situation mm-hmm. actually identifies as a male. And yeah, that was news. So to that me. was news to me. I'm surprised Netflix didn't refer to him as a male during the whole process since that was a thing. Yeah, I don't really. I didn't really recall whether that was like yeah a main topic of discussion. Yeah, I don't remember, but I was shocked. So, but I learned that at least the rest of it was all filler, yeah. like you said. And some of the stuff was like the head zookeeper guy, which was like a character. Yeah, uh, he's still crazy. Yeah, he uh, basically like some of his answers were like legitly the same thing that he said in the show. In the show already, yes. so it was yeah. like just kind of like repeating. Yeah, things that he had said already. Exactly. 
So it wasn't really anything new. Agreed. Uh, but anybody who was like, love Tiger King, which is pretty much most people. Yeah. You, you'll enjoy it. You'll definitely It was like a 40-minute episode. Yeah, it, was it just, flew by, so it's not yeah. going to take up a whole lot of your time, and Ex- you'll enjoy it. I would imagine they're going to do like a season two at some point as like a catch-up on everybody mm-hmm. and blah, 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 get more of the drama or whatever. You know that, uh, what's his name, Jeff Lowe, you know he's going to try to get a fucking Netflix show for yeah. just him and his wife. Oh, for sure. Whether it be a reality show or... Oh, what a fucking know, he's going to do some kind of hang with the Kardashians bullshit. You yeah. know that? Yeah. He's a fucking weirdo. Anyway. Scamming with the Jeff Dashins. <laughs> Scamming with the Jeff Dashins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being lower than Jeff. <laughs> Speaking of watching awkward people make poor decisions throughout oh my god the episode yeah uh we finally watched kirby enthusiasm season 10 and finished it yeah and finished it yeah yes it was like 10 episodes i think yeah i think that's right absolutely amazing yeah uh <laughs> i never thought i could find a guy who makes so many wrong decisions yeah but i I'm always rooting for him. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get like uncomfortable when I'm watching the show yeah. because I'm like, oh my God, how are you this? How are you making this such bad decision yeah. right now? Like, I, I can't. I found myself just like frustrated. Like, just stop talking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. Just shut like, your fucking mouth. I get it. I agree with you. <laughs> We're good, but just <laughs> zip it. I completely agree with your opinion. <laughs> I get where you're going with this, but you're not helping but your, no si- your case. No one else does. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It uh so it covered a lot of concepts like uh oh, yeah. like sexual, sexual harassment, harassment mm-hmm. uh or what's perceived as that. Right. And how uh, it's misconstrued it in some cases. This store concept called a spite store, which is like an ongoing plot throughout the entire season yeah. of him and this coffee shop owner. Yeah. That he has like a a personal beef with. Yeah, he yeah. has like a, an issue with off of it the first episode. Yeah, and it like kind of goes through the entire season it of him creating this spite store, which is yeah. just hilarious. Yeah, uh, this show was filled with cameos. Yes, after cameos. Yes, to the point that some of them were so good. <laughs> I truly hope. Yes, they make a movie seriously or just. Another show, yeah. or just bring him in for more episodes yes. on next season. Yes. Like, it's I so loved it. good. So, uh, John Ham, I don't want to give away what he did, but John Ham has a cameo, and God is he and so good. And I want them to good. make the movie that he's involved in. Yeah. I just, I want it. It's, he's so good <laughs> in this. Like, he's so charming in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And then I love also that the spite store backfires on him, on Larry, in multiple occasions. He oh, gets yeah, screwed yeah. over by other people having spite stores on places that he liked. Yeah. So <laughs> So he created something that which then affected that him. That affected him negatively, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a very solid season. Yes. Uh what would you rate it? Uh I would give it five uh spite stores. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of odds against it yeah. then. <laughs> well, maybe we'll go with five lattes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> five lattes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go five mochas. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm fighting We words. have competing ratings. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really good. Uh, they, they introduce a lot of, like, humors, gags. There were some things where I was like, I feel like they could have been a little bit better if they did this with this, like, premise. But I got where they're going with a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but, again, they had a lot of cameos. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, you, you see those a lot in every season. But it seemed like this one had the most, I could recall. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, I haven't seen, I think, an entire season of any of the rest yeah. of them. But Which, one thing that was kind of confusing with the show, though, was, like, they'd have all these cameos of people playing themselves. Mm-hmm. But then occasionally they'd yes. have cameos of somebody playing a fictional character yes that was a which little then confusing. was like well i understand yeah pick a pick a universe yeah pick one <laughs> you gotta find no name people to play these yeah <laughs> these fictional characters like like what are you gonna do if you want this character or, or i mean this actor now yeah. for uh, something yeah exactly are they gonna be on the show again as, yeah. as somebody else yeah so some put on a fake mustache yeah All good yeah problem solved yeah uh, why didn't i think of this <laughs> just hold their finger in front of their hand yeah <laughs> No, I'm not him. He went that way. <laughs> yeah, a solid, solid season from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Really loved it. To the point that, like, now I'm like, like you know, I agree with a lot of his opinions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am either completely fucked up. Yeah. Or this guy really fucking gets life. Yeah. And nobody's fucking balls enough to say it. Right. Like, I'm at the point where, like, I'm in scenarios in life. I'm like, this is definitely a Kirby Enthusiasm moment. Yeah, we've been finding a lot I of those lately. I gotta tread lightly. Yeah. I know what I'm thinking, but yeah. I gotta be smart. I need to evaluate the situation before I say what I want to say. Yeah. So, definitely worth a watch. Yes. On HBO. Agreed. Unfortunately, it's not it's a not part, part of the free. Oh, is it? Is it? Oh, maybe it is. Shit. I don't think it is. Boop. No, it's. I don't think it is. No, it's not. We confirmed it's not. Definitely, that was a really long discussion. It didn't need to happen. Obviously, edited out for your convenience. Yeah, but something else I did find though. Yeah. On Amazon Prime, okay. I was—I don't even know how I found this. I was looking for other things. I have some ideas. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm curious now what you think about how I found it. But I found a show on Amazon Prime called Samurai Cat. Uh-huh. It's not what you're thinking. Okay. The cat is not a samurai. <laughs> this is a Japanese live-action television show. Okay. About a samurai... Who is hired to assassinate somebody's cat because the guy who like wants the job done is like he thinks that the cat's like a demon and mm-hmm. it's like possessing his like master or whatever like, boss I think it was right. for like the whatever job that he works at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why he wants the cat assassinated. Okay. So the samurai shows up to do the job because he's like. He needs money. He's like, yeah. this is ridiculous, but like, I need the fucking money. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, shows up. It's this cute white cat. Yeah. And he's like, 
a cat kill his cat. Yeah. So he basically kidnaps the cat instead, not knowing what he's going to do with the cat. He's not trying to keep the cat, but he's yeah. not going to kill it. And then right. he get, he collects the money. So really, he's a, he's kind of like a, a scoundrel yeah. at that point. Yeah. But for good reasons, I guess. Because right. he's trying to yeah. not kill a cat. He's scamming the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> he's scamming the cunt. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Don't hire somebody to assassinate a cat if you don't want to be scammed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wasn't okay with it. I was like, he better not fucking do this. This is going to be a really short show. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm done First with episode, well, yeah. did it. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, it's a show about a samurai who gets this cat that he didn't want. Mm-hmm. And he's like a very tough, you know, hard-faced. It was like an ongoing joke and thing. He's like not a, a happy positive person he's very like hard to look at right uh it's really about him kind of becoming a cat owner okay and like learning about like how cats are how to like take care of them as a samurai as a samurai okay it's like within (laughs) periodic times it's not like it's like modern time okay okay it's kind of around the time that like samurais are no longer needed okay because like that's kind of part of the the backstory is he's like a samurai that that's all he can really do. Right. He's too old but to go back. For samurais else. aren't really a necessary thing in this world right now because okay. there's peace and Yeah. So it's a really interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. Uh started a little slow, but like after episode two or so, I think I got to like episode six. There's like two seasons of it. Mm-hmm. I'm only about midway first season. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm loving it. Yeah. It's so good. I know I'm a cat lover, so probably yeah. a bias for it, but like yeah. it's so good. I I I'm not a Japanese samurai by any means. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. What? But I definitely feel like I could relate to this guy mm-hmm. in the sense of like caring for this cat that right. like it just it's so much fun. Okay. And then there's like have all these side characters that are like ongoing Little jokes. It's very Japanese with the humor. Okay. Uh, people who know that kind of humor will get it, what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Oh, with the, the, the donut thing? Yeah. Okay. Like, so, like, there's this character who, like, basically in this show invented a donut. hmm But, like, didn't. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. She's trying to sell it, but nobody's buying it. Yeah. And then, like, it's not until he, like, gives this... Uh, suggestion Mm -hmm. uh, to her to fix the donut so people would actually buy it. Yeah. And, like, it just, I don't know. It's, like, a spoof off of, like, stuff that we know in history. Okay. And I was like, wait, did the Japanese invent donuts? I was, like, really confused. But, like, I'm not sure if they did. Uh, Yeah, that's not what I found, but I could be wrong, so. So. Either way. Anyway, it's a a nice little little gimmick within the show of, like, her creating donuts. Okay. Um, and then, like, he's got, like, this issue with, like, now there's, like, this other samurai who's, like, hunting down the person who stole the cat or killed the cat or whatever it oh, is. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's, like, a protagonist in the show mm-hmm. and an antagonist now. It's not just right. him hanging out with the cat. It's right. Now it's, like, he's got a... Get himself. through something. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. could impact his life. Gotcha. So it's fun. It's, okay. you know, subtitled, obviously. Right. For anybody who 
doesn't like that, you're probably not going to enjoy it, but it's very fun. <laughs> it has this weird editing issue, though, where the intro credits will go, and then it'll be a black screen for literally up to, like, two to five minutes sometimes. Huh. But then the show will start. So the show is there. It's just a weird gap. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. And I tried to look into, like, the show and all that stuff on the interweb. Mm-hmm. And it's coming up as a movie. So I don't know if there's an extended movie to it or if this was a movie that they just chopped up into episodes for mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Okay. It's very confusing. Right. But it seems like it's a show. Okay. Uh, so... I enjoy it. Yeah. I think anybody who likes cats, Japanese humor, will will enjoy this show. It's, yeah. It's very fun. Do you want to know how I think you found it? How do you think I found it? Um, there was one day that you were cleaning the house and you put on some, like, cat show for the cats to watch. It was, like, birds. Well, that was on YouTube. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was on Amazon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was YouTube. Okay. But I have... You have probably searched for cats. There's been times where I've just typed cats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And see what shows up. That was my second guess. Okay. (laughs) That does happen. Okay. (laughs) So perhaps that spawned the, like, suggestions section of Amazon. Yeah. At some point. Okay. So. (laughs) Yeah. So it's got two seasons. So I'm like, I'm going to watch the rest of this. So... I'm only like five, six episodes in, I think. I'm going to give it a straight up fucking five. Wow. Obviously, that's like just based off the first part. Right. There's another season and a half I will go through. Yeah. If it changes, I'll let you know. Okay. Sounds good. I'll probably let people know anyways. But yeah. <laughs> once I'm completely done. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's safe to say I'm probably going to love it. Uh-huh. This cat is adorable. Yeah. Fucking adorable. Of course it is. We need a white cat. Yeah. Give me the paint. Really get over here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just doing her little like sideways lay. Yeah. Her sideways. Yeah. This cat's going sideways. Yeah. So um, we also joined and uh, the 90 day free trial of Quibi that we've been talking about and watched a handful of things on there. Which was very interesting to me because you were so anti-Quibi on all the news for the last few months. I'm still anti-Quibi. And then you're like, oh, did you download Quibi like I did and watch these shows like I already have? Like what? I told, we, I, okay, I'm still against the idea, but there's material on there and it's fucking free. So what'd you expect? <laughs> okay, valid point. I like free things, okay? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I started by watching Most Dangerous Game. I watched the first five episodes because they're like, I think, seven minutes each. Um, Yeah, basically what I've seen with all of these shows is they are about nine episodes and they are five to ten minutes. Yeah. Nothing more. Right. I think they said it in a press release or something, nothing would be more than 12 minutes long. Okay, yeah. The average I've seen was like six to seven minutes. Yeah. Um, so most dangerous game is got Liam Hemsworth in it and Christoph Waltz, who's, uh, always a good villain. (laughs) Um, the show is about guy who gets sick, goes to drastic measures to try to uh, ensure his family is provided for after he's gone, essentially. That's evident in the trailer for it. So that's not a spoiler of any kind. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't know what the hell this was. <laughs> All I saw in the description was like, he 
signs up for the hunt and then he ends up getting hunted. Yeah. Uh, when you watch the trailer for it, it's a little more obvious. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very easy. To, it's it's easy to follow. It's yeah. a little bit. There's a lot. Okay. I assumed he was an assassin, and then mm. the hit ended up being on him. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I okay. mean, I'd watch that show too. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> the I show. I feel like misunderstood. I guess. Yeah. I th- I feel like the show took a long. It took five episodes to get maybe two episodes worth of material going. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of. A, more repetitive or they're trying to be artsy with like the jumping around time no it was just well yeah actually they did that i forgot okay. um yeah, it was just it was just kind of predictable because once you understand the concept you're like well okay i know where this is going um but it was good ish you know okay. I'll, I'll probably keep watching it while we have the trial okay well we've only watched like a little bit of these things each yeah. so why don't we just give them the uh trailer trash or treasure treatment okay uh since they're smaller things okay and we can kind of expand on them later as we go through the shows yeah uh on future episodes okay so uh so since you watched this alone what did you what would you give it i mean technically i guess i'd have to give it a treasure because i'm gonna keep watching it okay um that's good yeah sounds good uh and then i also watched dismantled which you watched did you watch the first episode i watched the first two episodes okay cool that's what i watched too so we can rate this together it's a basically a weird premise of a cooking show hosted by titus burgess it sounds like a great idea but it's got flaws in the system yeah which i spotted quickly yeah so well to be fair one of the flaws is (laughs) people like you don't want to join these shows (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that's not really a true system flaw Well, get into it first. Yes. Okay, so the premise of the show is a dish of some kind, a food dish, um, is exploded onto two contestants who are wearing, like, hazmat suits or whatever. Obviously, they're not getting their clothes dirty. And then they're, like, blindfolded, and they can taste the food from where they find it, like, on their bodies (laughs) or from the walls, whatever, as they catch it. And then from the tasting of this process, they then... Uh, have the whole kitchen and whatnot to make the dish, to try to recreate it. And then the number of ingredients that each person gets is the is the one, uh, the highest number of ingredients you get that match the original dish wins. Even if the end concept uh, of the dish is nowhere near what the original was, as long as you have like nine out of 10 ingredients, then you're going to be the winner as opposed to the person with eight out of 10. It didn't really even seem though like you had to have close to the amount of ingredients that they did in the actual dish it would just seem like you just had to have more it just seemed like you had to have more than the contestant you're going against that's true yes that i was not clear i guess it's basically whoever has the most number of correct ingredients is the winner even if you have two and the other person has one but you still win based off what they did for the first two episodes i feel like the ingredients were very generic common things you put in most dishes so i feel like you could just but like, oh, uh, garlic, yeah. onion, yeah, basil. Like, just you could do these things and, yeah. and guess pretty accurately if you have an idea what the dish was. Yeah, but it wouldn't be fun if nobody had any idea what was going on. It's better. Like, I think at yeah. least starting out, it's fun that, that people can guess. Like, there was the one where it was like, was it this ingredient or this one? Yeah. And it was like one contestant did that one, and the only did that one. So like obviously one of them is gonna lose. But it's mm-hmm. like, why didn't one of them just do both of those ingredients? Yeah. And then you're covered. True. So even if you're wrong, you're also right. Yeah. Boom. Good point. That's the loophole. Yeah. 
but I'm a picky person. I would never do this I show. I know you wouldn't. You would never want to taste food you're not aware of what yeah, is inside of it. Yeah, I'm not going to risk things being in my mouth that are disgusting. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the show, being on this show is not for you. Yeah, watching <laughs> the show was very hard. I was like... <laughs> I liked it. They have different guest judges every week, and it was pretty yeah. entertaining. So I'll probably keep watching it, too. I'd uh, give this one a treasure. And the host, uh, he's from the that Netflix show. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Yes. And he was like the roommate. Yes. Uh, I think he's been in some other things, too, but I haven't followed him. That's the only thing I know him from. But um, he's pretty I much like that him. character personality. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm pretty sure after seeing him in other, like, doing other things that he was just playing himself in that show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's a cool concept for yeah. uh, like a take on a cooking competition. Yeah. But man, is it weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know what they should do? Hmm. They should do this for the UK, mm-hmm. but they're naked when they get hit by the food. Okay. You know, like naked attractions, yes. but like this show. Yeah. Yeah, they could do that. Just saying. Uh, we also watched an episode of 50 States of Fright. Only just one episode, right? Yeah, we actually, now I realize we fucked up. We were going to watch the other two. We didn't do that. It seemed entertaining, though. Yeah, so the concept of this show is they take uh, scary stories or like, I don't know if it was Urban legends? I don't know if it was urban legends or just actual scenarios that happen to people. Yeah. But they were scary stories that Mm -hmm. happened in each state. So they're going to cover every state. In the United States. Mm -hmm. Right now they had Michigan, which is this one. Mm -hmm. And it was a three-parter. Yeah. And it seemed like they're releasing one every day. So they had Michigan complete and then they went on to Kansas. And so it has part one for Kansas so far. Okay. I thought this was cool because I I didn't know anything about this one, but they actually had some like fairly well-known actors. Yeah, it it was. So it's an anthology. So I don't know her name, but Uh... the... The what's that show? Uh, the marvelous Amazon Mrs. Prime. Maisel. Yeah. So the actress that plays her was in the F- Michigan episode, and then you said that the 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 husband was a guy from the show Vikings. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan is her name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I recognized her slightly, but I didn't realize it was her because her hair is completely different. And yeah. Probably because she's not living in the forties. Uh, and then Travis Fimmel is the guy from Vikings. Okay. Yeah. But it was cool. I was like, wait, is that who I think it is? And then it turned out they were. So yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah. It, it ended on like a very like disturbing. Yeah. You know, part one. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited to go to the next episode of this one. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a treasure for me. I agree with that. Did we actually, do we give this dismantled one? Uh, I think I did, but I don't okay. know if you did. Uh, I would probably go typical. Okay. For that one. it. I'm going to continue watching it, yeah. but like, depending on the foods, I might have to stop. Yeah. I think it's a treasure because I think it's a fun concept and I would definitely, it, it's as much as shit as I talked about this fucking concept, it is kind of cool to like put it on if I'm getting ready in the morning. But then again. You know, because yeah. it's short as fuck. So. Yeah, I mean, they're less than 10 minutes, so yeah. it's kind of like a nice little, have... like... And I was thinking, that this whole premise of this app is literally for people to be on their work breaks. Yeah. Be on the toilet. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. just... Exactly, yeah. To consume their work break. Yeah. 
with this brand is really what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of having to watch just like three different segments of your 45 minute show. Mm -hmm. You're watching a couple episodes or whatever. Anyway. um, Yeah. I would give the uh, 50 States of Fright a treasure so far as well. Okay. And then we have uh, Agua Donkeys. We watched two episodes of that. It's uh, about two. It's about pool guys. Yeah, it basically it looked like it was like a workaholics meets Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny for pool cleaners. For pool cleaners, yeah. Uh, very stereotypical surfer bro kind of personalities. Kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, the humor wasn't quite there for me. I wasn't. Uh, at yeah. least on the first episode. I chuckled a little more on the second episode. Yeah. But it still was kind of like, I get the humor, but I don't know if it's for me. Right. Um, it was interesting-ish. Mm, I'm going to so. give it a trash. Okay. <laughs> I will not watch more of it. Okay. No I would reason. give it a typical. Okay. I, it didn't do it completely for me, but like it wasn't terrible. I no, don't know. It wasn't terrible. I just didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. It was just kind of dumb to me. Okay. But. I mean, some people might be into it, but I understand what you mean. Like, I yeah. understood where they were going with some of the humor, but I was just like, nah, I'm done. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we have Flipped. We watched three episodes of that. That's with Will Forte and Kaylin Olsen, so we already knew that was going to be hilarious. Uh, how did you feel about it? Oh, I loved it. This yeah. is probably one of the shows that I was more familiar with going yeah. into the, the app. Uh-huh. That I really wanted to see. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. No. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Will Forte, like, I love him in uh, The Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Never got its ending. Yeah. Uh, and then Caitlin Olsen is just hilarious on It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So they're basically a married couple who mm-hmm. do a contest to have their own uh, house, flip flipping it, house flipping show. Yeah. Uh, and so it's. Basically, the first few episodes we watched was them leaving their jobs, doing the contest, and mm-hmm. then whatever ensues after that. Which yeah. It's got, you know, more of a plot than There's more than that. that but that's the general idea. Yeah. And they're just funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah, so it's great. Uh, anybody who's into It's Always Sunny or Last Man on Earth, those kind of shows, you're going to love this show. Yeah. So... And it's all there, nine episodes, so I'd probably binge it before 90 days. Yeah, definitely. Shouldn't be hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, what, like an hour and a half combined at I most think, content? Yeah. yeah. I am really interested to see where they're going to go after the next, this the last episode we watched, though. Yeah. It seemed like it was at a weird place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's been my, my favorite so far, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it? Treasure, Treasure, definitely. I, I think I it's my it. favorite as well. Treasure for sure. Yeah. Chrissy's Court was like another show that I don't even know who she is, but she's been in like car commercials and stuff. Chrissy Teigen, she was yeah. a supermodel for Victoria's Secret. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I knew she was something like that. I yeah. just didn't know her yeah. particularly. And then now she's famous for being married to John Legend. Okay, which I also don't know. He's a famous uh, musician. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. like a crooner, like a piano crooner. Like a Michael Bublé type situation. You just, don't know. You're just it's throwing fine. It names at me. It's fine. It's he, fine. He doesn't know stuff like that. 
Okay, so he's a musician. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just know he's on like those like talent shows. I know he's, yeah, like, he's on a one judge on one of those now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Right off the bat, I was like, she's not a judge. No. Yeah. So uh, basically, true. it's like a judge show. A yes. court show with uh-huh. her being the judge, but, like, she's not a judge. Yeah. And they kind of lean into that with, like, yeah. the whole premise of her. It's like, she's not a judge. She's, like, a... She's an arbiter. Yeah. So yeah. she's they, legally they... allowed to make decisions. She's legally allowed to make decisions, but she's not technically a judge. Yeah. The only reason that it works out legally is because the two parties involved come into the show sign papers saying it's a binding arbitration and they have this agreement going in. That they that whatever she decides that whatever she goes. decides is legit. Okay. Yeah. I should try doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, so it seems like it's kind of more like a I don't know. It's really more just goofing around for her. It yeah. seems like it's like her whole family is basically like the cast. Yeah, of, I was kind of thrown off by that. I so thought... like her mom is like the the. The court bail officer, off, bailiff, what yeah. do they call him? The bailiff, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, her husband, for whatever reason, was there for no yeah. reason. Yeah. One of the episodes to, like, give his two cents. Yeah. Uh, basically. And then her daughter was in the audience, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, or and in the so court. So, yeah. it's really just them goofing around with this court stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the things she made, like, a verdict, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. that... The common sense does not work with why yeah, you chose apply, that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I just decided this side. But yeah. there was no real rational reasoning for it. Yeah. So that sense, I was like, this is kind of an odd show. But I'm assuming it's like, I'm assuming Quibi is paying for the fucking verdict, whatever stuff. Because Could it's be, just yeah. like your typical shows where they, I think they typically cover that stuff for the show mm. just to get you to do the show, right? For like Judge Judy and stuff maybe. like that. I think those are actually how it works. Okay, sure. Unless I just made that it's up. It's believable, so maybe. <laughs> I think that's the whole gimmick of getting you on the show is like they pay for the, at least part of it. Like the legal fees yeah. type stuff. Okay. Uh, so it was a surprise for me, I would say. I was like, this is going to be stupid. I was relatively entertained by it. Yeah. Knowing it's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit around bullshit yeah uh and because it's so quick of a episode yeah. like you know format yeah i might stick with it yeah unless it gets really dumb you're but, right I, d- I think i liked it mainly because it makes me excited to see what kind of other bullshit things people are suing each other for yeah it would definitely <laughs> be a guilty pleasure show yes. for me if yeah. i were to watch this yeah. i would say it's like i shouldn't be watching this <laughs> yeah. i should but not I'm be the base of <laughs> viewers for this yeah but somehow I am. But somehow I am, yeah. But this is coming from somebody who watched so, Teen Mom. So. Um, I did. <laughs> I did watch Teen Mom. And I stand by the same argument. I should not want to watch this show. But I found myself somehow. Yeah. It's because I was dating somebody who was, like, always watching it. So we oh, watched it okay. every fucking day. It was a new episode or whatever. Got it. And I just got, like, in the rhythm into of it. this is a thing I watch. Yeah. And eventually I got, like, you know, suckered into caring about the gossip and bullshit of that show. That's fair. the only thing i learned was that it's actually a positive to get pregnant when you're young because you'll get a bunch of money after in your own tv show yep 
That's, that's how, what I learned that's from how it. That's how it works. <laughs> when I kicked rocks and pouted as I ran away because I can't get pregnant at a young age. Yeah. Um, okay, I mean, one last show we watched. Yeah. Well, what did you rate Chrissy's Court? Oh, did I not rate? Um, I would say it's a typical, but I, I would pro- agree. Yeah. I probably would watch it again as well. Just, yeah, I just would to continue see. watching it, but I'd say it's because, typical. Mainly because the cases were like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so we also watched one episode of Survive, with which is starring Sophie Turner. Which I think that's probably what their biggest, like, yeah. you know, celebrity title character show was. Yeah, and I Sophie saw some Turner. ads for Most Dangerous Game as well, because Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Oh, I hadn't even heard of that one. Yeah. But I saw his name, I was like, oh. Okay. I, maybe I saw it because I think I follow him on Instagram. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, I... Uh, so far, I didn't get anything out of what I got from the trailer because it's yeah. not at that point, we haven't I guess. Gotten there yet. But it does seem like it's going to be different than I thought it was supposed to be to begin with. So I read this, the premise of this, um, and so I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this because it looks like it's going to be super fucking depressing. Yeah, it had some like <laughs> graphic stuff in the first episode. Yeah, and they they warn you in the beginning that there's like yeah, uh, suicidal mm-hmm. like whatever scenery in this and yeah, all that stuff and yeah. Kind of got me a little cringy. Yeah. But I got through it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's, it's, n- it's definitely not like The Leftovers where it's like an hour of depression. Right. It's nice that it's in smaller bites in this particular yeah. instance. That's true. Yeah. And I did like at the end that they had the like black screen with the suicide helpline and all that crap. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll give this one a typical as well. I agree. I might check it out just because I want to see if it gets to where I think it's going to go, but... Like, the actual part that was described in the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It seems like it might be a bit too downer for me. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. Well, uh, you know, we watched a couple of trailers on Quibi as well. I want to just quickly rate those, too. Yeah. Uh, so, we, apparently, Reno 911 is coming I know. back. That actually excites me, but I'm also pissed because I don't know if our... Would our trial be over? No, we'll still have it. No, no, May 4th. That's, yeah, that's just next month. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we watched the trailer for Reno 911, which is coming back. But the question is if it's all dropped or if it's going to be week to week, then you might not get the rest of it. That's a good question. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Um, What did you think of this one? Um, It was fine. Yeah. It was more Reno 911. Yeah. I I don't know. It was interesting to see all the the cast members coming back and seeing how they look now. Yeah. Some of them have clearly gained weight. Uh-huh. Um, Most of them look almost exactly the same, but yeah. there's a few weight changes for sure. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I would call it a typical, I think. Uh, it, I feel like, basically, it was just like a segment. It was like a scene of yeah. the show. hmm And I don't know if I would say that hooked me. Yeah. More than the fact that I know what that Reno you know what 911 is. is. Exactly. And I've, so that's what I'm more interested I in. I felt the same way. Yeah. So the trailer alone didn't really do it for me, but right. I'll give it a just I'll give it a typical. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it was enough to remind me, yes, I love Reno 911. It's hilarious. Yeah. But the the trailer as a trailer wasn't really that great. Yeah. So I'd say it's So who knows? Maybe we'll see like Nick Swardson coming back and stuff, doing his uh, <laughs> so prostitute, good. whatever, gay so. prostitute, orange-selling <laughs> roller skater yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. 
so good. Um, um, so there's another show. This trailer just caught my eye because I thought it looked like it could be hilarious. It's called Barkitecture. And if you're anything like me, you already know what that means. Yeah. You, <laughs> you're like, you have to watch this trailer. I was like, I think I have an idea. Not even like a few seconds. I was like, yep, I know where yep. this is going. Yeah. It's essentially a show about building house for building a house for your dog like a legitimate house outside of your house yeah a smaller scale like a luxury like dog a luxury house. dog house with like i think there's like insulation in some of these yeah. like they're crazy um like hella designed and shit so it looks funny as hell yeah and it um, looked like they were going for like a playful this is like ridiculous yeah theme Over to the, the show top. it yeah. wasn't like they were serious like yeah architectures who do dog houses it was yeah. like they know they were being ridiculous. Yes. And like, it seems like they know they were being extra, but as long as the owners are willing to pay them, I guess they don't yeah. care. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. This is a thing. Let's make it a TV show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looked funny, and I was really excited to see the like what they do with it because there's a lot of room for hilarity making luxury dog houses, I imagine. Yeah. And that comes to could be May 11th. So I would call this one a treasure, personally. Okay. I mean, it was... Uh, typical. I, yeah, mainly because of the concept that it's a treasure. I'll watch to it me. with you, I'm sure, but like yeah. I just, I don't know. It's yeah. not that. And I mean, not, you don't have to because if it was cats, I would have been fucking Agreed. treasuring the shit. Absolutely. Out of it. If there's a cats one that comes out of it, I'm here for it. But that's what we got for now. So. Yeah. Also, if you want to make like a cat court, then I'll watch that show too. Cat court. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Um, Literally, just take every show you've made and put cats and, in and it and made it a cat theme. I would be there for yeah. it. <laughs> Flipped. <laughs> Flip that cat, you know? Yeah, definitely. Might not work out in your favor, but. Yeah, yeah. Agua cats might not work out very well either. Yeah. Yeah. And then, lastly, on the Quibi side, we watched a trailer for Dummy. Yes. Which stars. And uh, oh, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. The singer girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's like a scene of her with her therapist, it seems, and she's just talking about her ex boyfriend's blow up sex doll mm-hmm. and how she talks to her. Yeah. And they are like friends, but difficult to live with ish and then the therapist is like talking about imaginary friends that are like common in children and Mm -hmm. stuff and she's basically just kind of dismissing it like oh no this is not an imaginary friend of mine yeah i don't know it's just it was a lot of questions yeah i have a lot of questions so like i'm like okay well i guarantee at the end of this trailer it's gonna be she goes home and oh shit there is a sex doll and it is talking yeah and it's gonna be like what the fuck yeah but no they just ended it off with like oh, okay so she's just into imaginary yeah beings or yeah it's very interesting so i don't know if this is like I a mean, serious tag or if it's gonna be like some like kooky kooky comedy of yeah. her and like a mannequin sex doll like i don't know yeah i'm definitely interested to find out what it's actually about but i'm not sure i'll want to watch the whole thing yeah it was kind of a trash for me personally yeah. it do- it doesn't no really here's the thing like it does it wasn't a good trailer but it bothers me that i don't know what actually is happening 
So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. watch. I'm gonna at watch least the first episode, so to I see. can find out if the doll is really talking or not. Yeah. That's really all I want to know. And then I'll like, be done. The concept seems like it's trash. Yes, and the execution was trash. I agree. So yeah, fill up that trash can. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely agree that it's trash. I'm still gonna watch probably the first two episodes. Okay. <laughs> Just because I can't deal with not knowing. <laughs> Um, we had a couple more trailers here. Extraction on Netflix, is coming to Netflix April 24th. Uh, Chris Hemsworth in it. It's just a like a spy drama action film. Yeah. Well, I think we had like kind of reviewed this a little bit last week with stuff coming to Netflix. Yeah. Very generic. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a drug lord kidnapped another drug lord's son, mm-hmm. and he's got to go in to extract the kid. Yeah. And then shit goes crazy, and then I yeah. think something else is supposed to happen, then he's like, no, thank you. Yeah. So he, he, uh, <laughs> he finds Mjolnir, and yeah. he becomes Thor. <laughs> he becomes and, worthy. You know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, if I'm correct, it's actually directed by the Russo brothers. Okay. So it's like a project he's, Chris Hemsworth's done with them. Gotcha. Since, you know. Endgame. Uh Um, I'd say the trailer is a typical from me, but a treasure in that I'm definitely watching it because Chris Hemsworth is in it. So, okay, not really a problem. (laughs) I would say typical as well. Yeah, nothing about it has my interest other than just like knowing he's good actor and yeah. I'm curious if he's gonna have his like humor in it or if it's gonna be more serious. Yeah, because that's the thing with him. If he's got more comedic mm-hmm. stuff in his shows mm-hmm. or whatever his movies, yeah, like they tend to be good. Yeah, if he's more of a serious like action character, like they tend to be kind of lackluster. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Right, um, and that comes. Oh, I already said. I think it comes to Netflix April twenty fourth. Um, and then I threw this random one in here because I saw the trailer accidentally and it seemed like something you would like. So, uh, the Jack in the Box. It's coming to video on demand and DVD May 5th. Oh, thank God. Yeah. For those who have a DVD player (laughs) and they need to know what can they possibly play within it. Uh, It's something called the Jack in the Box is what they can do. And it looks gross. (laughs) Concept, basic concept. There's a a Jack in the Box that some people find and then... (laughs) It's cursed, obviously. Okay. It just, so people are clear, it's not Jack from Jack in the Box. Yeah. The food franchise. Yeah. Uh, so basically this reminded me a lot of Clown, which I think came out like a few years ago. Ugh, the one so, where the thing gets stuck to him. Yeah. Basically he puts on like a clown suit and then it like starts possessing him and taking over and he becomes a demon yeah it reminds me of that only the demon already exists it's within the jack in the box yeah and it's like some lore of this is like a demon that they trapped in this box and now it's out blah 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 but it had the very same tone as that clown movie okay yeah um i'm in for it yeah i know treasure for sure yeah creepy as fuck (laughs) but yeah that's a that's a hard trash from me okay yeah (laughs) just what i like my trash hard (laughs) I mean, I don't like soft trash. I like my trash like my sex. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Soft trash is gross. In the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. 
Okay. It's time for movies. Yep. <laughs> We're only two-thirds through. <laughs> two and a half hours in. Okay. Um, uh, so, quickly here. Uh, the Simpsons short, which was showed before Onward in the theaters, is now on Disney Plus. As yeah. Of April 10th. It was surprisingly missing when we watched Onward, which I was like, oh, yeah. well, that's disappointing. Yeah. But then they released it shortly after. They probably got complaints because yeah. <laughs> people were expecting, you know. Yeah, people calling in. Like, wait a minute. Where's the rest of it? <laughs> um, so you watched it. I haven't watched it. Um, maybe we'll talk about it next week. It's I don't... literally like seven minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. It's the, I'm no surprised it didn't hit Quibi, to be honest. Oh, uh, fair. <laughs> okay. Um, it's okay. basically just like... A, a segment of an episode it okay it's very kid friendly got it it's nothing that's like not mind blowing see, but like okay it, it'll kill seven minutes of your time yeah yeah <laughs> okay you know watch it on on the toilet yeah between work shifts you know yeah okay so onward is already getting a prequel kind of and a board game so just... and this is different than the simpsons thing yes it is <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, director Dan Scanlon has co-written a prequel graphic novel on the Manticore. So it's a prequel, but it's not mm. a film. So more like a spinoff then. No, it's a prequel. But the Manticore was not the main character. Yeah, but it's still a prequel because it happened beforehand. Okay. <laughs> um, he told Cinema Blend there's going to be a graphic novel that comes out, I think, in May. That is a prequel to the movie. It takes place 800 years before the movie and is the story of the Manticore in her glory days, her days of old. Um, I co-wrote that with Mariko Tamaki, who's, in my opinion, one of the best comic book writers out there right now. And for your reference, Mariko Tamaki has worked with many well-known comic characters, including She-Hulk, Harley Quinn, and X-23. I think they call her Shulk. Okay. I don't think they do. Okay. <laughs> Um, and for the board game, they are actually planning on making a quest of, quests of your board game, like Dun- oh, Dungeons and Dragons which type I thing. I was the game they played in the, the game movie. that, okay. yes, that Barley was playing. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to make a real life version of that. Okay. Speaking of Disney making things. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> Should be in the trash, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the animated robin hood film with like the animals with foxes apparently yeah. it's getting uh, it sounds like it's pretty much happening okay uh it's gonna disney's gonna make remake it mm-hmm. for live action live action foxes uh, yeah so okay. it seems like they're gonna remake it live action with the animals uh, you know they've done this with all the movies so far jungle book lion king Beauty and the Beast. This is hard, though, because they wear clothes in this one. Yeah, they're slowly getting to bestiality, aren't they? <laughs> or we're, they're just What do they call furries. them? Furries? Yeah, they're, they're just catering to the furry. slowly getting to the furry section, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> the furry section. <laughs> it's like a place to buy clothes. Yeah. Can I get the furry section, please? Yeah. Um, this is too uh, flat-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> I need more hair coming out of it. Um... Yeah, that's the reports. Is uh, Disney is pursuing a remake of Robin Hood for Disney Plus streaming, okay. which that's a positive. Yeah. So it's going to be something on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which then means it's going to be lower tier, like uh, 
Lady and the Tramp, which not talking trash, but it seemed like it was like a lower tier budget film. Okay. Which is, you know, makes sense that this is kind of like the level they're going for. Yeah. Uh, so it would be considered a musical mm-hmm. and use live action CGI hybrid visuals uh, to create a world where, where anthropomorphic animals are the characters of the classic Robin Hood story. Okay. So basically what the fucking animated movie was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, speaking of Lady and the Tramp, I didn't even realize this connection. Uh, Carrie Granlin is the one who did the screenplay for Lady and the Tramp remake. Oh. Is the writer for this script. Okay. Uh, and reporting, reportedly they're eyeing Carlos Lopez Estrada, the indie director behind Blind Spotting and Summertime. Okay. Never heard of either of those. Nope. But I assume that they show some kind of promise for what he could do with this movie. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't say anything about whether or not the remake would use the same songs as the original, which I assume it would. Yeah. They'll probably like throw in a couple of new ones like they yeah. usually do these days. Unless the songs are like inappropriate now with yeah. the modern times. I don't yeah. know. They'll probably have Beyonce write one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of shaded sounds. I mean, it's not not shade. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Disney's just making a lot of moves, especially lately. Yeah. Uh, and then, to, you know, further their moves. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy character Rocket will play a bigger role in the Guardians 3 script. Okay. Uh, this came from James Gunn on a... I think it was like a tweet or something mm-hmm. or I think it was a, oh, it was a watch party. Sorry. It was a Twitter watch party yeah. that he had watching guardians one mm-hmm. uh, with fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said, I'll just say rocket is a big part of what's happening in the future. And a lot of this stuff like the scars we're about to see on this back on his back, which I assume is where they were during the film. Yeah. Uh, sets up what I've been planning for rocket all along. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of felt like they were going that route with the film. So mm-hmm. it, it's only natural that they would go into his backstory a little bit more. Yeah. It's going to tie into the villain, I'm sure, somehow. But that's kind of cool if you think about it, that they're doing these watch parties. Like, yeah. if, any, if you think about it, that's kind of like a live director uh, commentary. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That we makes that sound a lot more interesting. see when they're doing that again. Yeah, I was like, I, where did people learn about this? I didn't know anything about this. People hang out on Twitter all day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they're just twitting with her. Yeah. Uh, he also said, as far as Suicide Squad and Guardians 3 go, uh, right now there is no release date movement for those movies. Okay. Because they're not going to be impacted because they're so far out that they have no concerns about delays because of the pandemic mm-hmm. uh he says they are on or ahead of schedule as far as suicide squad uh and they are extremely fortunate to wrap shooting and set up editing from uh like basically remotely at home uh for the post-production team and studio with foresight of the, the quarantine yeah so uh yeah, so those two movies don't seem to have any impact as of yet, mm-hmm. as far as releases. Good news. Yeah. Uh, and then Taika Waititi had some news about Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, are you sitting down? I am. Okay. So uh, he had said things about 
this film is going to be way more than what Thor Ragnarok was. Okay. And that, like, they basically were just, like, asking... It's like asking children what they want to see and then putting that in the movie. Uh, And so, with that said, uh, we will apparently be seeing Space Sharks. What? (laughs) Which are a thing in the comics. It's not a made-up thing by a child. Okay. Uh, But he said there will be Space Sharks in this film. Okay. Which, in the premise of... the marvel universe they are essentially just sharks that swim around in space and do shark things okay aka space attack ships okay got it or godly beings like thor yeah uh and meek which is the like bug-like character uh-huh. from ragnarok which uh-huh. is the exosuit uh there is concept art for a new slick feminine exosuit that he will have feminine. or she like female? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Did... yeah, you could look up the the, the okay. pictures online. They're okay. they're out there. It's very sleek looking and very uh it's got like high heels. What? Yeah. Oh, I have to see that. It looks very similar to like what he had, just like really clean looking and right. like female. Right. <laughs> uh and so there's like concept art for that. Okay. Uh uh they they were silent about whether Loki would be in the film. Go figure. Right. Because it probably ties in if, to the show if it is a thing. Yeah. Uh, but Silver Surfer is not going to be in the film, it sounds like. Okay. Which people speculated that because they were going to tie it into Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. At least that's what they thought they were going to do with Galactus. And as far as Korg goes... It's going to explore his culture and how his species reproduces. Oh, okay. Um, which had me being like, what? What? <laughs> how do they reproduce? <laughs> so I looked it up. So this is actually how they reproduce in the comics. You ready for this? I'm ready. They reproduce by melting parts of their body together. What? <laughs> so many questions. I don't understand. So do they just like... I'm going to tear my leg off. You tear off your arm. Yeah. We're going to get somebody else's leg and arm. Yeah. We need a head, a torso. Like, yeah. I, are they Frankensteining themselves? Like, or is it like once they die, they take their parts and give them like. I don't know. Multiple other. I need more information. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially that tells me they're just like magically like created, right? Yeah. They give life to the rock bodies. Yeah. That's crazy. Giving myself homework. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, we got the comicsology right You're now. Right. There's all those comics on there. We should definitely look into whether any of these comics are in there yeah. that would have this. Good call. And he's also like a much darker character in the comics than he is in that movie. Oh, he? He's so okay. comedic in that movie. And yeah. he's a very yeah. serious, dark character in the comics. Interesting. So. Okay. Uh, but speaking of serious and dark. Yeah. Not DC, though. <laughs> Scorsese. Uh, apparently, his next film might possibly be on a streaming service again. Oh, okay. So, it's going to star Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's weird. Is it a sequel? 
uh, and it would go to Netflix or Apple potentially. Okay. Uh, apparently, what happened was Paramount has been having second thoughts on budgeting this film because it's going to cost about two hundred million dollars. Jesus. For the budget, uh, and apparently that's exactly what happened with the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Paramount declined doing the film because it was too expensive to their and comfort. Was like, come here and take my money. Basically, yeah. <laughs> shut up and take shut my up money. And take my money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's apparently the same scenario that they're in Interesting. now. Interesting. Okay. So the speculation is that it could be going to one of those services now okay. instead. Interesting. Uh, obviously, he has ties with Netflix already. Yeah. I assume Apple would probably try and pay more because they yeah. can. Yeah. Because they can, 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 can. <laughs> and then speaking of more dark, serious shit. Yeah. Atomic Blonde 2. Okay. Uh, apparently, it's confirmed. Charlize Theron has confirmed the sequel a while back, which is news to me. And the director, David Leitch, said a streaming service is interested in the film. Uh, He did not say what it was, but he did say uh, that it was one of the big ones. Okay. And both of these people have worked with Netflix in some capacity. So that's the rumor, okay. is that Netflix is aimed to get this film. Gotcha. Because it's considered a middle-tier film. Yeah. And that's kind of where the census is going now, is these middle-tier films won't be in theaters, but they won't be VOD. Right. They'll be streaming services. Right. Okay. Well, uh, speaking, speaking. <laughs> speaking of Deadly Blondes, uh, Birds of Prey is actually now available for rent for five ninety nine, and that's cool because originally it was only available to buy for nineteen ninety nine. So if you want to see it but you're not wanting to buy it, six bucks is a lot better than twenty. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of odd when I saw that it was only to buy. I was like, well, that's very discouraging. Yeah. Who wants to buy something if they haven't seen it? Yeah, strange. That was obviously their way of trying to make money back. Yeah, but. I mean, Birds of Prey was long out before yeah, yeah. It had the been about theaters closed, so. Other things, let's see. Oh, our last little news tidbit here is My Spy, skipping theaters and heading straight to Amazon Prime. Um, Amazon Prime acquired the movie. Um, no date established yet, but it's just going to go straight to Amazon at some point. Yeah, that was a big shock to me. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like this is a movie in the same tier as that love Birds or what was it called? Oh yes, yeah, Love Birds. Is that what's called? I think so. And that's going to Netflix. That yeah. was announced a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's canceling its theatrical release, and so I was shocked to see this. But at the same time, like, well, it does make sense. Yeah. And of course, Amazon would want this because now they can compete against Netflix. Right. Getting a film. Yeah. Okay. That about does it for movie news. And I have a movie that I watched since we have that Showtime membership. I'll just quickly say it. Um, On the Basis of Sex um, is a movie about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's a total fucking bamf. So if you don't know who that is, look her up. Um, A Supreme Court justice. Shut up! And it's it follows the story of her when she's younger in law school and after that um, with her husband where they team up to... Uh, 
work on a groundbreaking case where they started basically revolutionizing the laws uh, around gender discrimination. Um, so it's pretty fucking cool. And okay, so this is not what I thought it was. Okay, <laughs> what did you think it was? I thought this was something about like uh, psychology studies on sex during. Uh, no, like that's a testing the brain patterns during sex. No, that's a different. That's a show, I think, and I think it's called Just Sex. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I also want to see that though. That's got that one chick from like everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that is something else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> she was the tomboy in Mean Girls. Yes. She was... Uh, in that show about catering yeah, people. Yeah, long ass time ago <laughs> yeah. on Stars. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so on the basis of sex, it has a 73% tomato meter and 76% audience score as of the 7th of April. It's been out for a couple years, so whatever. Um, I thought it was a good story and... I think it's worth watching. It stars Felicity Jones as uh, the notorious RBG and Army Hammer as Marty Ginsburg, her husband. The notorious RBG. <laughs> yes. That's a real thing that people refer to her as. Yeah. So. So what kind of, what was her latest album? <laughs> the Liberation of Society. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's a funny joke. Anyway, uh, I it's a good story. It really only centers around one case, but it's great, and I would recommend it, especially if you got that Showtime free trial. Okay. Yeah, because it was on Showtime. Yes, and okay. that's why I would I had been wanting to see this, but it never came to theaters around us. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck yes." I feel like you tried watching it on like a plane, but it just wasn't. Yeah, working. I was just like, I can't focus right now because there was like a baby crying or something too, and I could yeah. hear it through my headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the basis of sex, not the basis of babies crying. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact, though, her first year in law school and her husband's second year of law school, he, essentially, for reasons you'll find out in the movie, she attended his classes as well as her own and took notes for him. So, so he sucked. No, that's not why. <laughs> it's for a good reason. Okay. But she's a badass is what the point You're is. You're going to tell me after? Yeah, I'll tell you after. Because I don't want to watch the movie. That's fine. I'll tell you. I just don't want to spoil it for anybody. Okay. Yeah. Not that I don't want to watch the movie. I just struggle with like very like historically accurate films. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I'll tell you after. I'm just trying not to spoil it for people who want okay. to watch it. But if you want to get spoiled on what happens, uh, just email me at <laughs> dtfpod at gmail.com and I'll let you know what she tells me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the main event here is we watched Guns Akimbo. Which is a uh, Harry Potter film. It is not. Oh. <laughs> people, Are you sure? People like you are the reason that he keeps doing weird ass shit like this because he just is trying his hardest to get away from Harry Potter. <laughs> and I will continue to say those things because I like shit like this. That's fair. <laughs> This one has, um, I'm actually a little bit surprised by how low the ratings are here. It's got a 53% yeah. tomato meter and a 40% audience score as of the 12th. Um, background is, uh, it. the story is about Miles, who is a coder and video game developer and spends his free time as an online troll hunter, <laughs> basically. Um, Which is... He's like trolling the trolls? Yeah, so basically he's just a troll, he but like he's, he's saying it's for a good cause. Yeah. Yeah, he's just pissing off the trolls. I don't know. Um, 
he gets inadvertently caught up in an underground gang schism, which live streams real life death matches. He tries to outrun it, but he's hunted by Nyx, who is like a ki- uh, a person who's been in these death matches before. She's a killer at the top of her yeah, game. Yeah, played and by then, uh, Samara Weaving. Yeah, and she looks completely different very in this, different, and yeah. very unattractive. Yeah, and terrifying. So, um, just so you know, <laughs> I am not attracted to your character in this film, Samara. <laughs> I want you to know that. Yeah. But you're such a good actor. I mean, she's still a badass, though. Yeah, you so. did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Your eyebrows need to be fixed. Yeah. And the, like, canines that were, like, silver. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if I said this. Obviously, if you didn't catch the reference, Daniel Radcliffe pay- plays Miles. <laughs> um, I thought his name was Harry Potter. No. <laughs> so I thought it was entertaining. Um, I'm actually really surprised at how low the ratings are. I really liked it. Yeah, it was definitely a fun, off the wall, yeah, over hyped, you yeah. know, violent, there hyperbolic. Were a, there film. were a lot of ridiculous things about it that were not realistic yeah. in any way. But it was a, fun a lot little... of social so, social messages about things like yeah, he, he's a vegan and like yeah, uh, like there's a lot of funny things where like. He's completely against the thing that he has to do in this yeah, film. Yeah, And, like, it, it's interesting. But, yeah. Uh, it kind of reminded me a lot of The Hunt. Yeah. In that aspect. But, like, more on, like, a social justice hero of mm-hmm. the internet kind of concept. Yeah. Not so much, like, politics. Right. Uh, but, yeah. It's tons of action and, yes. like, comedy. Bit, and of, bit of gore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of gore. Quite a bit of gore. I wouldn't recommend this if you're uh, faint of heart. <laughs> if you don't like seeing gore, then maybe don't yeah. check it out. But otherwise, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of, like, irrational, like, yeah. thoughts of, like, uh, how? 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 Yeah. And why? He's got, like, <laughs> handguns nailed. Nailed. Or screwed, bolted, bolted to, his, to hands. his hands. And it's like, how is he not in pain? I don't understand. How, how is he even moving? It just, I don't know. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. A lot of these are like, this doesn't make any it's sense not, on like a like yeah. logical level, but it's, you know, you just let yeah. that go. This it's is one of those things where you don't fight the scenario, you just fucking it. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very predictable though. Yes, absolutely. You and me both throughout the film yeah. were like, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. obviously this is about to happen. Yeah, and then it did. Boom. <laughs> Happened. Yeah. So, in that sense, it's a little disappointing that it was so predictable. Yeah. But... It was very entertaining for its uh, action and comedy. Yes, definitely. And such a... It's just a fun way to take your mind off things, you know? Yeah. Because it's, like, like, completely not realistic. It was, like, what, an hour and a half? I think so, yeah. Something like that. So. And I don't know what the actor's name is, but it had uh, the guy that was in, like, Jumanji as the... Uh, oh, fuck. What is... I meant the narrator or whatever, what host guy, whatever the... Yeah. Tells them, like, what the mission is. Yeah. He was like a homeless guy in this, and he was hilarious. And like the very small time he was on screen, he was on screen for like two scenes. Yeah, and like he just stole the show in one of them. Yeah, Reese uh, Darby is his name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of like a Deadpool kind yeah. of film. Yeah. Without the big blockbuster like characters, yeah, 
Yeah, very. Um, he's your unwilling hero. Yeah. In this, he's like, I just want to go home. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It was like five, six dollars rental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was totally worth it. But again, as far as like the tomato meter, like that could like be a part of it. Obviously. I don't even know if it was going to theaters. Oh. Obviously, it wouldn't be in theaters. Yeah. So, it, it's based off people actually renting it. Yeah, that's true. Or critics. Yeah. Who got to see it for free with right. whatever capacity. Mm-hmm. So, really, it could just be a small pool of people. Uh, but I am very shocked that it's so low. Yeah. For the audience score. Because I feel like this is a very dead pool, you know. And ready or not, even like that yeah. show or that film with Samara Weaving, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that kind of humor and violence and gore. Yeah. So I actually am a little shocked that it didn't do as well because that film did really well. Yeah. It was probably her eyebrows, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah. Look at these eyebrows. Who could work with this? <laughs> no, the acting was great in this film. Yeah. Uh, the the antagonist guy, I don't even know who he is. I recognized him, but I am not sure from what. Richter or whatever? I don't know what his name no. was. Oh, yeah. The main guy. Yeah. Yeah. I recognized him too, but I couldn't... Um, I clicked on his IMDb and I was like, I don't recognize anything. So I don't know if he just has one of those faces. Probably does. Yeah. What was that? What would we watch? Or some, oh, it was the Quibi show. Oh, yeah. He's like, I have a generic face. I have a generic face. <laughs> so he had a generic face. Yeah. Yeah, go watch this one. I'm giving it a five. Five guns. Oh, I agree. So, I definitely enjoyed this. Harry Potter did a great job. (laughs) Um, And he didn't use magic once. No, he's really doing a great job at being incognito. Yeah, he's really embracing the uh, muggle lifestyle. Muggle. Whatever. (laughs) You know, I'm probably thinking of Final Fantasy. There's, are they muggles? Yeah, I think they're called moggles. They're like this species of animal. Isn't it a moglog or something? No, that's gremlins. Oh. <laughs> no, I think they're called moggles. Okay. I feel like you've said this before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Speaking of which, mm-hmm. playing Final Fantasy VII Remake currently. Yeah. You're going to talk about next week? I'm hoping they get it ready for next week. Okay. If not, the week after. Because I do want to play the entire game before I talk about it. Got it. And I think it's about a 40-hour game. Okay. So if I dedicate my whole life to it, I should be able to get it done this week. Okay, sounds good. I think I'm like five hours in, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, I can't tell if I really like it or I'm really bored by it because I play it late. Because <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> I play it really late in the night, but I fall asleep. So I'm yeah. either having so much fun that I fall asleep playing it because I don't want to go to bed or yeah. it's that boring that I'm, that I'm falling asleep playing it. Right, yeah. It's hard to tell. So that's my like quick little insight on the game. Yeah. But. And a teaser for next week. Hopefully. Or two weeks. Or two weeks. We'll see. <laughs> You'll just have to listen to both episodes it's a to double find tease. out. tease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing that it might be there and I'm teasing that it might not. <laughs> Maybe will. Maybe will. <laughs> All right. Well. So that's uh, our really quick episode. Uh, yeah. Super quick. 28. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you're still here, we appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I'm appreciating that I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and please do us a favor and rate, review, and or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite service of choice. iTunes, we are on like pretty much all of them. If you have a podcast service you prefer that you can't find us on, please let us know at dtfpod at gmail.com and we'll try to get on there. And uh, you can also send to that email requests or suggestions or feedback directly to us. That'd be great. Uh, Another thing you could do is check out our website, dtfcast.com, or you can follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dad, Instagram and Twitter. And as I said before, I'll post my victory in Modern Warfare Warzone Battle Royale. I made a quick little snippet of our last kill that Craig got. Yeah. Uh, I had six kills, though. So just throwing that out there. You still were basically the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Of I just while well, I was dead. Yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> before you died. Yeah. <laughs> you killed the most guys. So uh, I will post that. Yeah. Go check that out. Indeed. Like it, share it, subscribe to me there. Let me know how cool I am because I am a battle royale winner. Yeah. I'm above other people now, <laughs> especially those below me. Yep. It's generally how that works. <laughs> I feel bad for Mike because we were playing with him. Uh, Andrew wasn't there, but Mike was. And then Mike went to go eat dinner, mm-hmm. but Andrew had gotten on. So he uh-huh. ju- he hopped in while Mike uh-huh. was gone. Uh-huh. And while he was gone, that's when we won. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sucks. So. Yeah. We had to break the news to Mike that we won without him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Bummer. I guess he was going to have to keep playing. I mean... Maybe that's why. Maybe he was the weak link. He got rid of the dead dead weight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally, he was dead every time, apparently. Yeah. Nah, I'm kidding. Mike's good. <laughs> probably better than me. Yeah. But right. probably, I mean, yes, he okay. is better than me. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to do, like, a catchphrase. Like, I don't have one. I mean, you do. Is that my catchphrase? Yeah, that's your catchphrase.